Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. My doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm coolin' Be on the sofa Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor Don't mean it as soldier, but fuck the vultures, I Feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, I Crank up the focus to get it amplified Feel it's in the ceiling, but still it's some bigger fist to fry Designed to recline and sip the chateau Plotting on the bronze behind with a banging natural Is he a rebel, a rascal, is that a Roscoe? Tweak the treble, the levels will make the box flow Crept in the back door, rolling with stealth Seen a sign on the game Looking for help. Now I'm a hard worker, baby. This is a full time job. Gotta rumble to the top, nigga. Full time squad. We'll do it live! Of course, I'm like, you're not doing live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, February 6th, 2019. I am your host, Travis Bryant. And joining me any minute now, making his uh, uh, grand return from the restroom. Cameron Hawkins, and uh, there he is, and he will be on mic and on camera in three, two, one. Hi, guys. What's up? So, uh, yeah, Cam, uh, how, how, was, how are things? Things are well. Things are well. People aren't kind of used to <laughs> doing this in front of each other. Like, yeah, things are great. I, I see you and Isaiah doing it, and I'm like, oh, let's see, you know, yeah. these two guys can do it. You know, <laughs> These guys can do it. Wow, and, wow. Yeah, no, and then I'm like frantic and I've got flop sweat and I just want to make sure this thing uh, goes good and I hope y'all can hear us and see us. If you want to go to the East Coast Cast fan page to uh, to uh, to watch our uh, faces and, and talk to us that way, do that. Uh, but before we get going to another show, about all the pertinent information. Uh, if you want to have your voice heard on this here show, there are two ways of going about that. First way, give us a call. Get yourself in line in the next uh, couple of hours, and we'll get you on air. Hit us up on the Constellation line. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. And that gets you, again, as I said, in line to talk directly to Cam and myself. Another way to have your voice heard is our voicemail line. You've got three unadulterated minutes to get your point across. You've got questions, comments, a rant in you, you want to eat praise upon the, you got three minutes to do it. Hit us, hit our voicemail line at 415-787-5229. Uh, once again, it's 415-787-5229. And if you didn't already have the VIP mailbag named after him, uh, Brian Austin would be the uh, Brian Austin voicemail uh, bag as well, since he's uh, we found out voicemail into the show. He is by far our most our most frequent uh, uh, voicemail uh, lever. Uh, so yeah, so those are ways to have your voice heard. If you want to hit us up on the uh, traditional email tip, find us on uh, e- email at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail dot com. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, we've got a couple of VIP uh, uh, emails in here from Mike and Brian. Actually, they're from last week since we didn't do 
VIP show proper. Uh, but this week we've got uh, got one in from Gibran in Vegas. So we'll get to those in a bit. Once again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, find the show on Twitter. That is another way to get at us. Uh, the show can be found at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. And uh, you can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. Oh, I didn't see this tweet. New East Coast Cast logo time. That's kind of interesting. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, so again, at Traplord, at Seahawk, uh, find us on Twitter, engage with us there. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page. You can find us there at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Again, facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Go there, uh, uh, share things with us there. Luis, he's always holding down uh, articles and all kinds of Cool stuff he's posting over there. Uh, one about uh, who's this last thing he posted about the Rock doing something. Uh, a Rock, how he shopped the uh, the new Page movie around and nobody wanted it, and he went. He had to go end the uh, wrestling. Didn't know, didn't know respect. So yeah, so find us there. East Coast. Oh, I'm sorry. PW. Try it one more time. Facebook.com/slash PW George East Coast Cast. Lots of places to find us. Lots of places to engage, so there really is no excuse. Um, I don't think we had any likes this week, so you just like the picture on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals in it. You know how it works. Uh, so, Cam, yeah, what's the uh, what's the headline coming out of this week? Kind of purposefully didn't do uh, any polls or anything this week because I knew we'd be like, in front of each other, mm-hmm. and so I wanted us to be able to kind of talk to more people for longer about things. Um, and not so much go, you know, poll for poll, blow for blow like that. So, um, I mean, the headline, probably the biggest thing this week, um, probably Becky Lynch. I mean, really, um, Becky Lynch had, um, you know, a long segment Monday night with Stephanie McMahon um, at a segment, you know, Tuesday night with Triple H. Um, we're kind of the focal point of early WrestleMania season so far. Right now, the question is, are we going to get, a one-on-one match between Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch, or is it going to be a triple threat? Um, it's it's a very it's a very it's publicly meta, um, kind of to a point where this wasn't a conversation when it was Triple H, HBK, and Benoit. It became a conversation at the end of the day with Batista, Randy Orton, and Daniel Bryan. But this is the most out front a situation like this has been presented where there's a certain segment of the audience who fears what looks to be a very strong one-on-one matchup might be um, not reduced, but adjusted to a triple threat. I would use use the word reduced. Um, I think there's no doubt in in anyone's mind. I don't care how much of a wrestling fan, you know, know, pro wrestling fan you are, Mm. and you like gimmicks and you like that kind of stuff. A one-on-one match is better than a triple threat match. I prefer the hype going into it. The, you know, the only thing that might not be head and head and shoulders above is the quality of the match because we've seen some phenomenal triple, threat triple threats. Mm-hmm. But again, for a hundred years, we saw some phenomenal one-on-one matches pretty exclusively. So uh, I am still, my contention is still, this is a story that we need. That's it. 
something to give these women to, to talk about, something for the fans to speculate in so many different ways, kayfabe and, you know, non-kayfabe. Hmm. But at the end of the day, I don't think WWE is dumb enough. What's Oscar do at WrestleMania if, if she's not, if it's not Charlotte Oscar too? Yeah, I mean, you seem to be so focused on the women's tag titles and building up teams to focus on those that, I mean, the, the women's singles division right now, not that it's lesser, but it's not the focal point on SmackDown. Ronda Rousey seems to be the singles champion that's being chased. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really don't see unless, you know, is Ember is is Moon hurt right now? Uh, I don't, I don't, not, I, not that I heard. I don't think that there's enough time to tell that story the right way, no. even though we know the backstory. Yeah. I think more has to happen now. Well, mm-hmm. especially because they're on separate shows. Mm-hmm. So if you want to send, you know, if mm-hmm. Ember's the one that you want to send to SmackDown, because Becky's gone now, she's a raw talent now. So you're going to mm-hmm. lose really big, your hottest star in the company, let alone on SmackDown. So you're going to lose her. So Ember Moon isn't a one-in-one, one-for-one trade. Yeah. But certainly being able to then kick off an Ember Moon uh, uh, Oscar feud the right way, knowing that, hey, we're not going to do this match until Evolution mm-hmm. in October. It's now May. So they've yeah. got a nice, they can, you know, whatever, however they want to do it. They want to have them be, because they're both baby faces, you know, be respectful, like, hey, but there's some tension, and then something in September blows up, and then boom. That's, but but I don't think, back to the original point, I don't think WWE is uh, is foolish enough to give up Oscar Charlotte, too, and also, and, and at the same time, muddy up Charlotte. What is obvious, the, one of the most anticipated matches, I don't even want to qualify anything with women's, men's, tag, nothing, championship, singles. No, this is one of the, one of the biggest matches. matches. Yeah. match still that story is there for sure uh-huh. but you're going to lose something I, again until i see something definitive um i'm with i'm going under the notion that uh, that that still one-on-one both title matches at the top of wrestlemania yeah. and that is that is a spectacular uh, way to end wrestlemania i don't think they'll be back to back but in the last three you know two of the last three matches are those those two Women's championship mm-hmm. matches, Oscar Charlotte two, and then Ronda Becky. That's just tremendous stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, outside of that, you got, you know, if we go back to Sunday, um, we go to halftime heat. You have, you know, NXT. You know, having their top six guys, and, and we've coined them that for a while. Um, but their top six guys, um, in a tag team match, putting on a really great show, and then after the fact, Aleister Black. Velveteen Dream and Ricochet, you know, kind of cutting a behind-the-scenes behind the scenes promo, basically saying, you know, which I found to be really good. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was a little risky thing, you know. Yeah. So strongly yeah. going. It ain't no job in nobody's mm-hmm. mind. We just shit mm-hmm. over here. Everybody knows it. I don't care what they're doing anywhere else. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I don't think that people are going to say, I'm going to watch NXT in spite of Raw or in spite of SmackDown because they're not competing over time slots. So, so I think that anything you can do to draw attention, and they weren't naming names either. You know, they didn't call out specific people. They said, you know, we are what's at the top. Um, so I think that there's some plausible deniability there. Um, they can say we were instructed to say that. Uh, but, you know, I say that to say you have that on a Sunday, 
you have confirmation of Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins on a Monday. You have Becky Lynch and Ronda. Um, you have the SmackDown Elimination Chamber coming up for the title with just, you know, you, you got to sit back and look at it, some of the top talent in the world. You have Daniel Bryan as champion. You have AJ Styles, Mustafa Ali, uh, Samoa <clears throat> Joe, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy. Like, that's a strong, strong match. Um, well, on SmackDown, again, six you know, I assume they're going to book in Elimination Chamber with Elimination Chambers. I don't think they did that last year. I think the Women's Chamber was earlier. Um, I think that not the opener. Not the opener, no. Um, Because it's funny. I remember where I was last year when that match happened. I was leaving downtown. Women were going. So it was, um, yeah, I don't think you do them back to back. Um, I think one is either the the opener opener or in our one. but yeah, I think that. Which one is the early one? Whether it's the opener or the hour. I think one, the women's tag one is, the, okay. is the. But just because I think that there's not, even though there's a buzz for new titles, I, there's not the buzz around it being the first women's match. There's not the buzz around like it's still you know. Right. Yeah. There've been. Yeah, like they used in their promos. Mm-hmm. I've been in the chamber match before. You have it. That kind of stuff. So it's not the first women's chamber match. It's not the. Yeah. You know the the women's tag titles are going to be you know. We could, but there's still tag titles in WWE. Like, plus, they did such a good job the last two weeks on SmackDown, and and in the announcement last week, and then the further solidification of of it uh, last night. Um, yeah, even with Mustafa Ali in it, it, he does not. And they've done such a well, good job mm-hmm. with him so far. Guy that's only been on the roster six, eight weeks, uh-huh. and you know, facing the champion, you know, involved in you know quality stuff, yeah. and now is in this big, you know, big title match. Yeah, and he earned his way in. I don't think he was just late. Like I wonder, and we'll probably talk about it more next week. But I wonder if I wonder who the early out is. Like I'll never forget the elimination chamber where everybody hit their finishes on Cena, and Cena was out, and everybody said they're shocked. I can't believe we got rid of him. You know, I got, so I wonder if Randy Orton gets that kind of treatment where people look at him or if AJ gets that kind of treatment. People look at AJ as the dangerous one. Everybody goes after AJ with Brian kind of directing traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it could be really interesting. I think that. It's still a chamber, and you'd have to get to at least two people out of the pod mm-hmm. for it to be like four, uh, you know, potentially mm-hmm. three on one. But I absolutely think Mustafa Ali starts the match. Like whoever the yeah. other guy is, yeah, whoever the other guy is, like Mustafa Ali starts the match. I mean, I wouldn't even yeah. be, I wouldn't even be mad if uh, Ali and Brian start. Yeah, no, because I, I mean, mean you would, it gives Brian, assuming he retains, it gives him a giant. How dare you put me? You know, you put me in this match, mm. and then then I have to start it and go to full whatever. Yeah. thirty minutes until everybody's in. Uh, 25 minutes, whatever it is. Um, so, I don't expect that. Uh, it'll probably be Ali and Joe. That's what Will just asked. He's like, do Joe and Ali start the match? Probably. I could see that. Because um, that, that's the real beef, you know, that that's happening on TV at the and time. And then Orton is the first mm-hmm. out. And then that adds to, oh, well, he certainly got to beat Joe. But he also <laughs> Mustafa Ali to help other day. Mm-hmm. So that would be an interesting first three in that match. Who teams up with it? 
you know, this Joe and Randy put their stuff aside to beat the crap out of Ali. Mm-hmm. Literally just beat yeah. him up, pummel him, muscle buster, RKO, pin him, and then they look at each other like, all right, let's us do some bets. Mm-hmm. Young trash out of here. He doesn't belong. Young you trash. But, yeah. he, but in that time, he's got to have a spotlight, mm-hmm. highlight kind of, uh, not, not a, nothing dangerous, but he's got to like climb to the top of the thing. Double cross body from the roof, mm-hmm. something that uh, to, to, to to you know put on his resume, his highlight. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like they they had to force another face women's team into elimination chamber. Like they was like, we got to make one. You talking about uh, Naomi? And yeah. Well, who I think fit. Because but, I, yeah. I didn't think it would work. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be an obvious. Hey, you guys have a similar aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know, kind of you know thing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wouldn't work, but it actually it actually worked well. And yeah, with Oscar as the champ, her yeah. Naomi, you know, and her are the uh, the likely and the team. But I like the way they, they framed it. They said, "Hey, she was looking for a partner, and going to make a fabulous team, and blah blah blah." So start getting some established, you know, friendships and relationships going, and you know, so that those titles. If they are challenging again in three months, six months, Naomi and Carmella, they they hopefully built on something. Really quick, um, I don't know if you got a chance to see this on Twitter, but like the fact that we're doing this style show today, I think it's a really interesting conversation to have. Um, Somebody asked, like, what's your top three strictly in ring talent all time? Strictly Um, in ring. Yeah. And mine. My three jumped out at me pretty quick. And Kurt, a great pro wrestler outside of his personality. I see. Here, here's the thing. I said Angle, HBK, and Ray. Those were my three. Um, I do think Angle was that good. Um, and I think you know when I look at it's funny. I didn't pick those three because of their matches together, but that Kurt HBK match at WrestleMania 21 is just spectacular. That six-minute Kurt Angle Rey Mysterio SummerSlam match is spectacular. Um, I mean, as good as that match was, the one they had the next the, the week later on SmackDown, which was longer form. Was yeah, yeah. Blew the match. That was a really good match that they you know mm-hmm. had you know, yeah. earlier out the water. I'd say. From who I've seen, those would be my three. My next three are Eddie, Kurt Hennig, and Ultimo Dragon. Uh, you know, Bret Hart's right in the mix. Um, I said Sasha Banks is somewhere in my top 15. I'd have to, like, sort it out. Yeah. But, yeah, my three, um, Angle's, Angle and – I don't even know who would be the first out, but it's Angle, HBK, and Ray are definitely top six for me. And somewhere in there, Eddie Kurt Hennig, Ultimo Dragon, and Bret Hart probably rotates in and out of that right yeah. there. I'm not the biggest. I like more of a, you know, Bret was great, and, mm. you know, but I definitely prefer, right, Mother? Uh, I definitely prefer a, a more modern state of the art. Uh-huh. Yes, in 1993, Bret Hart had a mm-hmm. relatively modern, relatively state-of-the-art uh, style. But I would ha- I would go Brian Angle. I'm not, 
it would I think H3K is a is, is is a good one. But again, I think a lot of that is personality and it's that's yeah. not to get penalized mm-hmm. because you're such a good you know, you, you express yourself well in the ring and you have a good body uh all that kind of stuff. But for those, because I can't think of one uh, right off, and he's certainly one of my top five, mm. top eight wrestlers all time favorite. So I had no qualms with him in my top three. Who is he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's yeah, just that's I think that's a, a fun exercise because it tells you how old people are, what they watch. Like AJ came up a lot, and he should um, in a lot of people's conversations. Um, you know, Eddie, even though he wasn't in my top three, was up there in a lot of people's, and he should be. Um, you know, Benoit was up there a lot. Um, his, it's funny because his thing for me, even though it's strictly in-ring, personality comes into play. Mm-hmm. And that's probably with Benoit. Outside of everything, even if we're talking about Benoit in 04 or whatever. Okay. I think he's that good, but I think that... Well, I don't think, I don't, in my, my, I don't think his personality uh, outdoes, you know, because that was mm-hmm. his, his not, right? Well, but if, it's, if, if I'm looking at him and Eddie, and I can only choose one of them. It's going to be a fluidity and a smoothness and the ability to adapt yeah. that I would put Eddie above him for. Okay. And I think personality. Um, you know, I don't know where I'd have a Jericho in that because he's done some great things and he's wrestled everybody to good matches. Um, a Booker T has to be in there for just, especially without an athletic background, like, like sports. Form. Like Booker T has to be way up there. Um, I think Did he Austin, literally just come off the street. Yeah. yeah. I think Austin's up there. Austin before, you know, before injuries. Like Austin is a natural. Like uh, I, Dustin Reynolds was so good. He just didn't have the physique to match what he could do. Like there's, you could do this all day. Um, wait, but wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Trey said, what did you say? What the fuck you say about angle? Like, that he was great. great. Like, but yeah, but we both said, regardless of everything, he's a top three talent. Sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he said, literally boiling. See, that's that bullshit flu you got. You missed it. Yeah, it's, it's actually your temperature. Yeah, yeah, yeah seriously. Um, all right, let's. Uh... Yeah, Pillman. Pillman's way up there. Um, we'll put that in there. I mean, I mean, there's a bunch of smaller guys that you can just, you'd have to nitpick left, right, over the middle. I think about, you know, when I say Rey Mysterio, how can I not say like Juventud Barrera? Just strictly like in ring stuff. Psychosis being psychosis is right there with Ray, if for no other reason than I've seen your matches. Okay, so when we say okay, you did say in ring. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just I wouldn't put yeah. any like flippy guys. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Um. I'd say it's like Scott Hall is my favorite wrestler, but I'd say he's up there too. Because so, for a guy that size, the way he could move, it's, it's a hard convo. It's not, I don't think it's any type of mystery that all my guys are, you know, 230 and under though. But my top three and even my Kurt Hennig might've been the biggest one at what, 240, 245. But yeah, I, it's, yeah, that's, it's an aesthetic thing. And I get and, that. And, and, and f- I'm sorry, flares right there. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. Um, Ooh, almost got bad. But Brock Lesnar. Brock was in Shahid's top three, and how can he not be? Like, yeah, it's 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 hard. Certainly, an argument can be made. Show fucking Benjamin. Like, there's there's a lot. Like, it's, yeah. So, all right, let's uh, let's 
folks. So why don't you just jump in from the Philadelphia region and are about to get preferential treatment. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's talk to some folks. Uh, hit us up, 347-202-0103. Uh, make sure you hit one. Oh, Philly just hung up. Damn. Let's make sure you can hear him on your end. Hmm? Make sure you can hear him on your end, too. Oh, you mean? I mean, you heard the lady say blog talk, so you yeah. should be able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, Philly, just jump back in. Hey, hey, two six seven. You, you uh, get yourself in a good spot so I can <laughs> bring you on to, on air. So a reminder: press one on your on your keypad to uh, to signify you want to get on air. So all right, two six seven. Just jump back. <laughs> Prince Iakea. <laughs> Where is Elix Elix Skipper at? Um, not anywhere high. He could do moves. He's still falling off. I don't know if he could wrestle very well. Yeah, he could. He could do moves. Salute. Uh, two six seven. Uh, who might this be? What up? Hello. Yeah. There we go. Oh, Dre. It's, it's Dre. Yo, 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 what's up, man? First of all, the only reason why I jumped online, first of all, good afternoon, good evening, East Coast Constellation, East Coast Cast, everybody, I love y'all. Only reason why I jumped online is to apologize. I thought I heard Kurt Angle slander. I wasn't going for that <laughs> shit, you know how I am. I don't fuck around when it comes to Kurt Angle, no matter what, you know, no matter what. So that's all, but what's going on? What's going what's going on with y'all guys? How's everybody? And and number one, it's rightfully so. Kurt Angle, regardless of all his problems and all his things Who's in his career. I Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Angle is that boy. Talking about that for, for years. But but who are your yeah, yeah, two yeah. Or, or your other two besides Kurt in that conversation? Yes, yes. You no, okay with Travis? And I'm and I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get off the phone because it's hard to hear you, and I don't want to you know ruin your uh, flow. But you've done some current angle slander in the past. You don't get me wrong. You know, oh, talked about sure. his issues and everything. And so I mean, what I'm saying, all I'm saying is, he is one of the greatest. I'm saying shit that everybody knows. He's the fucking man. I can't stand before, him right now. I, I get you, Dre. But before you go, who are your other two? Uh, if I had, like I said, because I was thinking about this, Shawn Michaels easily. I'm sorry. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he's, uh, you know, he, he's always amazed me. Um, right. third, I mean, that could be any fucking. Oh God, Shawn Michaels. I'll get back to y'all, but let's just say, let's just let's just say, let's just say, in ring, who who could get, who could, who could uh, elicit my emotion? I would say Daniel Bryan, but that's so easy because everybody else said it. But those three, honestly. I mean, yeah, I, I could yeah. probably come so, up with somebody the, else. The list could be, you know, as long as this mm-hmm. tableware. Oh, of course, of course, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But if, on that list, mm-hmm. absolutely. He, um, somebody, somebody brought up Booker T, and, and I think Booker T wouldn't be somebody that everybody would bring up. But Booker T is absolutely on that list. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, like. He, I mean, Cameron, Cameron, absolutely on that list. I mean, we don't ha- we're not talking about people who have a certain skill set. We're talking about people who can, as Travis, all right, I got to tell y'all one thing. Because Travis, <laughs> as my best friend and as somebody that, you know, I've, he has helped me a lot through, he, Travis has been with my transition from being a kayfabe fan to a, I guess what you we want to call a smart fan over the years. Yeah. You know, we were kind of the same place in 01. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 but yeah. But what the reason why I say that is to say I probably wouldn't have been a wrestling fan today if I didn't make that transition in my frame of mind. What, what regard, regardless, of, so what I'm saying is 
I don't have regard what I'm saying, but the whole problem is, uh, <laughs> yes, well, they all, it's a, the list can be endless. It's a whole bunch of people. I, one more thing before I get off. Y'all need to yeah. watch NXT UK if y'all not. NXT UK yeah. is fucking the truth. Yo, Zach Gibson, I keep saying this to you every fucking really day. Zach, really Zach Gibson is that bull. I mean, NXT UK, NXT UK has a lot of guys, but that's the man for some reason that sticks out on my laptop every week. Love that man. So besides that, he's I love both of y'all. Yeah. yeah, he's the, he's um, Liverpool's he's number one. You know, he's the he, he's like when you look when you look at him when you look at him initially, he looks like you're like okay, who is this guy? He's just so like he's not something when you look at him. But once he opens his mouth and once he's in the ring, it's over. It's fucking over. And this dude, this new dude, Walter, that they got, I'm doing research on him now. I don't know if y'all know about whoever this guy. I'll, Cam, I only watch NXT and NXT UK. I don't, you know, I'm, okay. I'm barely keeping up. I'm, I'm barely kind of keeping up to date what's going on. Like, Ronda Rousey, uh, what was your question? Like, like why can't you come No, because, I'll be, because, yeah, because I called you. Yeah, I called you. I called you because, don't, don't get me wrong with Ronda. Ronda's probably, her, her cadence is off a lot as far as what the typical promo is supposed to be. But I don't mind that as much as a couple of weeks ago when she was stammering on her words and letting the crowd dictate what the fuck she was supposed to say. I was yeah. very disappointed. Even though she's new, you don't, you don't leave blood. You don't let the crowd dictate what you – that's what it seemed like. It seemed like the crowd shook her up and she was stammering on her words. And I think Bailey had to come and – you know, I, don't, I can't stand Bailey. And Bailey had to come bail her out. That shit annoyed the hell out of me, and that's why I called you with such anger. I didn't know, I didn't know if it was a work or if it was shoot. Like, is this what goes on with her? Like, what the fuck? Like, why is she doing that? Like I said, turned the wrong one the other day or whenever that was. Oh, that yeah. was that was easy. I was off. I was off of work, and oh, another thing is like, if I'm not doing. If I'm not playing 2K or whatever, I'm like, if I get a chance to, I'll converse with Shahid and them on Can't Stop, Won't Stop, on the, you know, on the, on the on Facebook. And it's fun mm-hmm. doing that. I don't have to really be watching the show intently. I just need to know what's going on just to make little smart-ass comments and jabs and this, that, to the third. So I was just, I, that was basically my excuse to spend the night with, you know, spend a couple hours with them talking and BSing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I'll do every once in a while, too. And I was off. Right. And you were sick, and still are. Yeah. Well, no, I wasn't sick then. I'm, I'm, I'm going to work tomorrow. I'm, I'm okay. Hopefully, everything. You know, so I told him to put me in a quarantine position, but I need some money. <laughs> but anything else? Anything? But real quick, anything else do y'all want to get before I get out of here? I know I took way much time than I thought I was going to. No, you good, man? Yeah, unless you got something else. Yeah, you can. Uh... No, uh, like I said, um. Uh, today, like I said, I, I was I was off today because it was a um got this bullshit ass flu, and that's why I've been calling I've been calling trolling Travis a couple times this week about a lot of bullshit because you know just trying to make myself feel better about myself. But but, but besides that, uh, I I hope one one thing which I want to before I leave before I okay this is it y'all seriously I hope and I pray. With even with all the whatever you think about Ronda, whatever they need to make this one thing I do, I feel this match, and I'm not the big, biggest Becky Lynch fan. I'm sorry, I'm not, but I'm feeling this match and the the yeah. the the thick tension and the and the stuff that can happen. And no, they better not make a third person in this match. Please don't. Let these two yeah. women kill each other. 
Mm-hmm. Now they're gonna be like, okay, all no triple threat, no triple threat. We put nine. Yeah, all this shit. Even though Ron, even though Ronda's cadence was up, did you hear that shit she was? Ta- I was feeling the shit she was talking. It seemed like Becky, she really don't like her, and that's what that's what gets her. That's what gets her emotional. Bro, she's corny because she she being rattled and and Becky Lynch is tearing her apart every chance she gets. So she got to go to the real life. That's corny. Like I said True. last week, that's somebody when they're when they're losing an argument or nah, yeah, that's true. It's funny. Everything, <laughs> everything, everything they just make fun of you because you don't have any money. Like I have money, you don't. Like, well, I can never win that fucking argument. I can never and, and whatever. be like, no, I knock bitches out too. I, I tap people out, you know, outside of the kayfabe wrestling ring. So she got. I mean, it's just like. Such a fucking cornball. And what every and what and look, bro, with everything you saying, you are absolutely 100 percent right, and I'm fucking loving it. I'm everything you saying. I was thinking the same thing when I'm watching it, but I'm like, you know what? If this is what this is what, go ahead with it. I'm feeling it. Maybe the rest of the, the universe ain't. I understand. I'm like, go ahead. I just, I just like I said, my biggest thing was her lack of creativity of like snapping back and being, and being able to say something outside of, well, you were doing this. I was playing judo, or you know, in the Olympics. You're trying to, yeah, that's your way. What does that have to do with this, this, you know, any, any of that? I don't know. I, it's just a personal kind of thing. Like you said, I mean, like I said, I feel what you're saying, though. I got you. But, but anyway, get some more calls in. I can't argue with your point, but I love it. Anyway, look, get your calls in, everybody. I'm going to be listening the whole night, my brother. So, uh, right, love y'all both. And hopefully I, hopefully I can get on this on again. Holla, holla, holla. All right, man. And really quick, if you guys are watching live, can you hear – did you hear Dre okay? Oh, yeah. Because that was right. That was – Yeah. Than yes, no, thumbs up. Let us know in the comments if Dre sounded all right, please. So, I mean, Sean says your Ronda impression was great. So, at least got that part of the conversation. And Chris says he sounds good. So, thank you, Chris. There we go. <laughs> okay. Turn your hey, turn your turn your phone volume up then, but not too loud. But thank you. Let's, uh, let's read Gibran's uh, email. He chimes in from Vegas. Uh, he says, "What up, fellas? Got two questions for y'all this week. Uh, what do you think? Uh, why do you think Keith Lee hasn't gotten story a storyline yet, uh, or even had the chance to get on?" the Get on this past takeover, or or much TV uh, NXT TV shows. I ask because I feel that Matt Riddle just got there and he's gotten uh, more TV time and already been on a takeover. Uh, I'm not at all. Or I'm sorry. I'm not hating at all. Uh, I'm not hating at all to clean that up first. I don't know if that's but I just want to see Keith Lee more. That yeah. So yeah, he wants to see Keith Lee. That's, that's kind of the bottom line. Uh, Keith Lee has been on has been on takeover. I think he fought Oh No. Yeah. Pretty much the same formula. Um, it just didn't just didn't catch. Um, yeah, I mean, and he's done. Um, you know, I think I think the first three yeah the first three four weeks that he was on NXT he was in NXT on or he's on the show. Um, I I just think that Matt Riddle is a bigger star than Keith Lee, and I think Keith Lee is really good. 
Um, saw him at Access, him and Ono at WrestleMania Access, as a matter of fact. I thought it was a fantastic match. People are really into Keith Lee. I just think that, you know, me as somebody who would naturally be like, hey, push the black guy, they, um, I think Matt Riddle's that good. I think that he has a look about him that's familiar but unique. His style is different. Um, it's, I think Matt Riddle had the chance to maximize the RVD segment of the audience. Because I think people see kind of who he is and what he's about. Um, and I think that he has a different intensity than a Rob Van Dam. Um, it's more of a fight with Matt Riddle. And a lot of that's, you know, just training. Um, I don't think any of it's a knock to Keith Lee, actually. I just really think Matt Riddle's that good. And there's a, a different story they can tell with him that they haven't told with other people. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think they're necessarily shooting between them. If it were me and Moses on the line, I'm pushing Matt Riddle above Keith Lee. Yeah, I mean, Matt Riddle just, I mean, it's it's probably the case of just them listening to the crowd. And although Keith Lee is over, Matt Riddle brings a certain excitement when he, when he shows up. His intro and his flip-flops and he kicks them off. Keith Lee is like, what is he, glory? He's not glorious. He's like the amazing Keith Lee and he's truculent. Or I don't know what his catchphrase is, line is. But he's just not as flashy. And, and that's okay. It's just we understand that, you know, human nature, where is your eye going to go? And and it's going to go to Matt Reynolds. But that does not mean Keith Lee isn't just as good or better, you know, than, than Matt Riddle in other ways. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of him catching on and him getting in the, in the right feud. But, yeah, he has some stuff. He's, you know, I think that's just the – what you get with NXT. They only have an hour. Yeah. And even their their are going, you know, two hours to two and a half hours. Uh, I think on the first takeover, there were five matches. Um, and, you know, it happened to be a, fi- a few that they were building that involved Keith Lee that was more about Matt Riddle and Cassius Ono. Um, so, yeah, NXT is one of those things where there's not a lot of time. However, this is what happens in NXT. Um, guys get hot, guys move on, guys move up. So when we talk about those top six guys, uh, Champa, Gargano, Cole, Velveteen, Ricochet, and Black, you know, superstar shakeups, April the fifteenth, I think. Um, so they Britain they mm-hmm. So that's what two weeks after WrestleMania. So yeah, I mean, there's gonna be room on the card there pretty soon, and Keith Lee's definitely gonna occupy a strong space there. If those six, no, I think Keith Lee will still be in NXT. Yeah, but but he'll he'll be a a more prominent figure um, in that ecosystem here pretty soon. Also, what if that's the idea? Like, let's hold off on Keith Lee till the spring because we've got. Being the money, we want him to be in a good position when he gets there. We want people to know who he is, but it's not necessarily necessary mm-hmm. that he's. He's taking what one loss? And that was to Sullivan. Uh, two losses then. To one to Sullivan, who they were pushing as the next guy, and then one to Ono in an effort to make the Riddle Ono match more important. So yeah, I mean he's he's still got a winning record down there. He still had some impressive matches. I think it's just a matter of time. A uh, really quick. So Will did have a question, and it was although, yeah, although Ronda's the money draw, do you think Shayna should be the quote-unquote leader of the four horsewomen with her better promo ability and ability to keep it together? She should be the mouthpiece. 
Um, if they get to that point and it's the four of them, Ronda, of course, is going to have to say stuff, but Shayna should be the mouthpiece. And like, Ronda after all the big Shayna yeah. yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> no, and I mean, it, it's not a, a direct one-on-one example, but, you know, to me in the ecosystem of the four horsemen was the best promo. He's not a better promo than Ric Flair, but for to be the enforcer of that group, which is what I think Shayna's you know position would be, I'd like to see her more prominent in a talking role with the four of them. While while uh, Jessamine and Marina stand back there and make faces and can't quite stand still. I'm gonna mess with them until they fix that. But 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 Shayna can can do it. Like Ronda doesn't have that skill set. Exactly so exactly. That's just gonna mm-hmm. be how it works its way. How it's going to work out because Ronda's not good at it, and Shayna. Yeah. Obviously Again, what Shayna is up there for me when it, we just talk about natural wrestlers because she. But and I mean, with her, it would be more all around though, not just in ring. Like yeah, no, as far as somebody who's taken to it faster than and and in fairness. I don't know how long before she debuted on NXT she was training to wrestle, but as far as showing up, way up there. Yeah, I, I think she's better than Tony Deville, who has the same gimmick. Yeah, and on the main roster. Uh-huh. So, I mean, imagine if Shayna was maybe Lewis's bodyguard type buddy. No, I don't want to imagine. <laughs> I hate It'd be too just, good. Oh, like no, he's so good. Yeah. 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 Just. All right. Um. Jabron uh, chimes in with uh, with a second question. If y'all had the power to swap uh, tag teams on either Raw or SmackDown, who'd you swap and why? Something really interesting happened. Um, the Usos have not re-upped on their WWE deal. Well, wow. um, and I think that I don't know their, their their money situation. I know they've been in WWE for a decade, so you got to assume. Barring any type of financial crisis, you got to assume they're okay. Um, they had the DWI incident and didn't lose favor. Still had a prominent role. So you got to think the company and thinks a lot of them. Had their two years of merch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. that cultural stuff that alone sets them yeah. aside from your typical, you know, black wrestling teacher. Yeah. But with the day one ish and all of the, the, the stuff they've been doing the last. You know, two and a half years, I think they probably made more money outside of their contract. Strong, yeah, strong, family has strong ties to WWE, Um, which is to say, I don't think they'd be looked down upon if they pursued something else. But somebody said it. They're like, what else is there for them to do in WWE? They've done it all. They've had the best tag matches in the last decade as far as catering to a certain demographic, you know, we have credited them as just having, you know, these great personalities and promos, like you said, in the last couple of years. Um, you know, if, if it's about going to face new teams, I would say the Usos move to Raw, but on the greater scale, I'm saying if AEW is calling the Usos <laughs> and, and the money's right, I, I personally would love to see it for the sake of them having environment. Um, but I, I, I'd like to know what they call themselves. Yeah, yeah. Neither one of them, name is Jimmy or Jay. Or Uso, yeah. 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 One of them is Jay, It starts with a J, yeah. 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 So, uh, 
that would be interesting. I, I don't I think. I have all faith, the faith in the world yeah. that they would come up with something mm-hmm. marketable and that AEW could uh, market, put on mm-hmm. and fly. You just call them Anoa'i. Give them that name. Whoever Anoa'i. Even though that's not their last names. Like, even though Fatu is their last names. It should be whoever Anoa'i. Yeah, no, I have a big mm, Okay. All right. But um, I got like to see. Fair. Yeah. But but for the sake of the question, I would like to see them get off SmackDown and go to Raw. Or I'd like to see well, – would, no, it'd be them. I wouldn't want to see Samar and, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus move again. Um, I wouldn't want to see the New Day necessarily move again. Um, so it'd be the, the Usos. And who would I send to SmackDown? I want the revival in the Usos. So you know, it, the only way to get that is to send the revival to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Yeah, I mean, send AOP to SmackDown and let AOP get busy with New Day, get busy with Cesaro and Sheamus. You know, um, I think one of them's hurt. Oh, and uh, you saw uh, Darrell's tweet. Say, Ember's hurt, yeah. No, and and I might have forgot about that. Yeah, she's hurt, hurt. Um, But, yeah, that'd probably be my immediate reaction. Um, But I'd also like to – like, I don't don't know what's going on with Jason Jordan if ever wrestle again, but just give me some more – uh, American Alpha Revival matches. Like, however that has to happen, do that. Or, when it's time, talk about swap. Give me DIY again and put them on either roster and just you let DIY? them... Sure. Yeah. Sure, because Gargano's proved to me that you don't have to change your wrestling style to be a healer face. If you do enough with your facial expressions, with your reactions, you go ahead and do all the moves you want. Because he, he did them all and I believe... He does it. Yeah, yeah, and and even you know Champa has has adjusted. What I'm saying, Gargano doesn't, so he can still go out and do all those cool things against whoever, and that still work. But yeah, like like a heel DIY. Um, I still think that the um, hell put undisputed era wherever and let them open every pay per view ever. <laughs> Just I don't care if it's Raw, SmackDown. Put Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. And then throw Bobby Fish in there, and just just whoever you want them to wrestle at 7 p.m. Central, 8 o'clock Eastern on your pay per view. Make that happen wherever you got to move. Yeah, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Undisputed Era, but I don't hate them by any any, any, uh, way either. But that would work. Uh, I I just would think that they'd be jumping all over the place. Mm -hmm. Um, but, Talk to us today is the day. Uh, so let's, uh, let's see what uh, Boris in Chicago has got to say. We haven't talked to him in a little bit. Boris, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? Happy New Year. 
Happy New Year, boy. Am I echoing? I want to make sure I'm not echoing because I I got the Facebook on too. No, and how do how do we sound? Do we sound okay? Excellent. All right. Perfect. Just mute, mute your Facebook. Uh, uh, but let me let me move because it's, it's hold on. Let me move out the room. Yeah, I gotta stop. Hold on. I can hear me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I pause it. All right. Well, I officially stopped watching WWE. I just listened to the podcast and and different guys, and the show hasn't really really struck me to come back. I just couldn't. I just couldn't put up with the the way they're doing things over there in WWE. But I've been checking out alternatives, you know, like the NWA, and um, you know, of course, New Japan. And, right. uh, Northwestern. There's, there's a lot of stuff out here that's really doing a good job. And, what was um, the last one? I, say it again. Northwest. Yeah. North, oh, okay. Some random, some random on on, on YouTube that the um, Young Bucks made a guest appearance at. Oh, you know, oh yeah. I think I saw all uh, that stuff skills too. from that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shit, man. There are there are so many options. There. Hot air or pushing seat or Roman or whatever. Just like, no, there's other things. And I think, for real, for real, this is, you know, this is the time, I think, to kind of jump back on. Maybe maybe in six months or a year, it'll be even, even you know, even more of a reason to. But, but there are options. Even if you don't like what's going on with the women. I mean, we talked about WOW a few weeks ago. That's, mm-hmm. that's a thing. That's really good. At least the I haven't seen episode two or three yet. But yeah, so at least I'm glad, Boris, that you're exploring exploring uh, options. I assume you're excited for for the idea of a of an all elite wrestling promotion. Yeah, it just it's just it's just the waiting process because everybody's well, you know on everybody's you know at their platform and everything that comes out, everybody's talking about it. Well, you know, it's the same. It's the same story. So we just, you know, it's in gradual pieces. So we just waiting on, you know, somebody rumored that Brock Lesnar supposed to be could talk to a a AEW whatever. I'm like, oh, this is just too much at once. And you just wait, you know, just for the next progress, you know, because everybody, every story, I mean, everybody's talking about. I mean, we're all sitting here waiting for, you know, Endgame. Mm-hmm. We all, I mean, the wait for Black Panther seems forever, you know, I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, especially if you wanted to do it right, take your time, AEW, I don't think AEW should be running an AEW television show in 2019, like, I think it's just going to, it should take longer uh, to to put all that together, I mean, weren't they in, apparently they were in Atlanta over the weekend, meeting with Turner, Turner folks, Mm -hmm. Uh, so if I had to guess, I think we're going to have AEW on TBS um, uh, starting next, uh, you know, this time next year. Feels right. So <laughs> feels right. Turner having some I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about the tag team scene over there too, because I really like the Lucha Brothers, the Pentagon. Yeah. yeah Lucha, you know the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, I, I, I hear people talking about I think Rich is a fan. I, I hear those that name all the time. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm more, I have no doubt that t- that there is talent to go around. 
and that they're going to put the talent that, that they get in a, in a decent position and we'll have decent show. I just when, what network, what's the time slot, that's the, uh, I think that's the next big important thing. And I hope we don't find out two months before they go on air, something like that. I don't think, uh, because because Nitro was was what? They announced it in like June or July, and by the, the last week in August, first week in September, they had a damn show. So, but that was you know 25 years ago, a whole different, whole different uh, uh, era of of of, of, of TV. So I think that's something that's going to be nine, 12 months out. And we're going to get a lot of build, <clears throat> and I think if it's Turner, if it's TBS, they're going to they're going to want to make this a success, and they're going to and they have the means and they have the the platforms and the, the the other whoever Turner owns and stuff to run commercials and to do this in like this really upscale uh, way, you know, giving you another an wrestling alternative, whatever however they market it, but it should be like, hey, y'all want something different? Like talking to boards, it should be specifically talking to boards. Yeah, you want something different? Here, 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 here you go. And we've got these guys you know. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of ones you've never seen that are going to blow your mind, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think they're in a real good position. I, I, it's going to take something really, really catastrophically stupid for, for them to, to screw this up. Just with the buzz alone, I think they're, you know, they can do 2 million viewers that first episode. So let's just hope that, that you know, that they're careful and you know, crossing all their T's and dotting all their I's. Did you hear the Randy Orton rumors? Things. Yeah. I got two more Go things. Yeah. We're getting a, we're getting a, a Crockett Cup in 2019. I would have never thought that. And I think for me, AEW is the first company, a person company, I'm seeing from the ground up. I never got to see TNA from the beginning. You know, when we, we, whatever, how it started, I've never seen ECW from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, all, and the rest of it, NWA was in existence already. All these companies was in existence when I watched, started watching. But this is right. the first company I'll see from scratch, which is awesome. And that's all I have. Yeah, that's, a, that's, something, that's, a, that's a point I didn't think about, that people, it's like a number one issue mm-hmm. for, for a comic book. I mean, I remember when I first started reading comic books, that first week, I was like, I just want some number ones because I'm not jumping into, you know, issue 56. Mm. No, 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 no. I'm much too much of a novice. And that's not even why you want it. You know, yours is a, you have a different reasoning and psychology behind it. But I think, uh, I think they're, you know, they're similar. Uh, and, you know, starting from scratch and feeling like, like you said, going along, you know, for the ride from the beginning. I actually had, well, I was I was there from the beginning watching those TNA pay-per-view shows. I have, you know, all but a handful, literally four or five episodes not on tape, you know, on VHS. I was obsessed with that. I was obsessed with all wrestling. It was on, and I and I watched it, and taped it. But yeah, twenty years later, I'm not sitting here. <laughs> That's not a point of pride. Yeah. It's like yeah, I saw cheeks and the midget. Jerking off in the trash can, totally. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I hope AEW's not. You know, and I'm, I have all faith that they're not going to go that stupid route. So yeah, what was your third thing or your other thing? 
The yeah, second one is that um, we're, gonna, we're getting a Crockett Cup in 2019. So for what is the NWA? Who's put? Who, who's yeah? Who's, NWA Ring of Honor. NWA oh, okay. Ring of Honor. I like I said, I I wasn't mm. expecting anything of this magnitude. Jim Cornette's going to be they, one of the hosts. Yeah, that's that definitely that's where I heard it. So, have they announced any teams yet? No, I haven't. I haven't seen no teams. I just seen that is magnitude going to be magnitude is going to be there. A few other guys. I know it's a lot of classic people going to be there, but magnitude. Sure. When, when's it set? Uh, when's when's it set? What part of you? Year. I said I wrote it on my calendar because it's so far away. I, I believe it's in May. Okay. I put it on my I put it on my calendar because it's it's far away. It's I think it's yeah. It's, I know it's after WrestleMania. That makes sense. Yeah, no, that'll be. Interesting. I, I wonder how about, they'll. I didn't want to think about it. It's so far away. I think that's the. Uh... Is it going to be on Ring of Honor TV? Is it going to be streamed somewhere? It's probably going to fight, fight the Fight TV app. Oh, yeah, they do have that. That's how we watched uh, the 70th anniversary of NWA through the Fight TV app. All right. Cool. Sounds good. I'll, I'll, I'll try to catch it. I mean, if they, have somebody, if they have teams in there that I want to see, you know, the fact that Ring of Honor is involved, I mean, they have, they have, oh, shit, what did I see? I saw, I don't know if this had anything to do with, with the Crockett Cup. This might have just been normal Ring of Honor tag tag division stuff, but these, I, I couldn't believe it. It was these, this team that I thought was so hacked in the kind of, I was like, wow, Ring of Honor's putting this, you know, mm. You know, it's one thing to be the Beer City Bruisers. It's like, all right, that's, you know, but, damn, I wish I had. I remembered the name of these guys, but I just remembered it. Looking at them like, this is a mess. This was great. I just reduced to, but maybe. All right, Boris, man, I appreciate you. All right. Always here, guys. Always here listening. Good to hear Appreciate that. All right, let's keep it moving. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three is how you get in line. Let's uh, let's uh, let's talk to Black Dog. Let's head to Long Island. Let's talk to Will. Uh, Will. Yo, what's going on, fellas? What's you. Going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Doing all right. Doing well. Listen, I got the email. Like everybody else, I guess who signed up with WWE, talking about um, the pre-sale for access. And I was really thinking about going this year since, you know, I'm actually planning on going the whole weekend, which I really wasn't going to do, but they got suckered into doing, but now I'm going to do it. And I wanted to know uh, if you guys gone to Access before, uh, what are some things to kind of look out for to kind of check out uh, uh, at Access? Well, uh, having a good camera with a good zoom is a, uh, and a half to, you know, you know shake friggin' Hacksaw Jim Duggan's hand and take a picture with him, you're going, you're just going to walk by, you're going to spy to see an opportunity where, you, you know, you want to snap a picture. But, you know, if you just got a normal phone and you just zoom in, it's not won't be so great. Uh, so, yeah, if, if, if you're just, like, as far as pictures, uh, a quality camera, 
because unless you plan on uh, getting close to people, um, it's not a it's not a ton for you know mid late thirties guy to do. I mean, they've got that you know they got stuff for kids. You know the the the, the ladder you can climb up for money in the bank and take a picture of you reaching for the title. The pit that you can like jump off the top rope into a you know pit of you know foam blocks and you know cushions and stuff. But really, it's just to be in this kind of con environment mm-hmm. with with wrestlers set up all over the place and lines going all over and just you know organized chaos. Yeah, it's um. tournament, which I assume they're going to make a regular thing at their big shows. Like They had the, the World's Collide tournament, uh, which is basically take that WrestleMania or Royal Rumble weekend. Um, and then, you know, we got to see, you know, me and Rich, um, Leo Rush wrestle. We got to see that first Keith Lee versus uh, versus Ono match, uh, you know, mm. women's matches. We got to see Baron Corbin, um, Baron Corbin did like an in-ring thing. Nia Jax did an in-ring thing where they had like just kind of a long-form interview. Um, you know, Velveteen was like just walking around chopping it up. Uh, DDP was just walking around chopping it up. It, it was cool seeing like, you know, I'm not big for like the the fan part of the con, but like seeing the Elimination Chamber up close was, was really impressive. They had the whole chamber. It was very impressive. Yeah. So, um, and then they have the thing where you can uh, do your own entrance, um, you know, video up. So, there, I mean, there's stuff. Um, exactly what you'd expect out of a convention. I think that uh, the the new wrinkle is that you get to see the NXT talent wrestle straight mm. up um, okay. in front of like, and the thing is, it's a full size ring, but you really, there's only what? maybe 200 people around it. So you get to sit where you want to sit 10 feet from, you know, ex wrestler. And will somebody like you being informed on people's trajectories, like being eight feet from Leo rush, doing Leo rush stuff is super impressive. Being eight feet right. from Ono versus Keith Lee is super impressive, especially since like you're getting those bask in his glory chance, because that's the level of fan that's watching Keith Lee match at access. So, I mean, for, for people like us who follow it as close as we do, I do think it's a fun event. Um, I would say plot out your day. Know if there's somebody you want to see. Go wait in line now because it really is that thing where, you know, at amusement parks, you're waiting in line for the roller coaster, but you know that there's a show and you hear the hearing for the show you want to by the line. So, Will, you're always really good at being prepared, so you shouldn't have a problem with that. But um, they didn't really tell you when the matches were happening. And so people had to, like, decide if they were going to stand there or not to see, you know, to get Daniel Bryan's autograph, to get Goldberg's autograph. So that can be tough. But, I mean, there's a level of fan service that I think anybody can appreciate. So go early is what I'd recommend. Hey, I got to see. No, no, no doubt, no doubt. Because, like, I was planning on – because my boy's coming up from Delaware, and he was planning on coming up for the – they're going to go to, like, the NXT on Friday. We're trying to determine now – like we have the only name we're looking to see uh, if he's, if he's going to be inducted this year in the Hall of Fame would be Rock. Because if he's not going to be inducted, I plan on doing everything else but going to the Hall of Fame uh, and catch that later. Uh, and Is then just kind of wrestling up for Mania. 
Well, if, if Rock's being inducted this year, then we will go. If he's not, then we don't even care about the Hall of Fame. What I'm asking is, is there some kind of rumors or is this just you? No, no, there was no, no rumors. It was just we were trying to figure oh, out, we were okay. trying to think about the guys who was available, you know, who would be like the big name in a New York market, you know, to get inducted. Mm-hmm. And, like, we, we tossed out, between like the three of us, like we tossed out like three or four names. We were like, Rock, we haven't heard, but Undertaker, nah, we ain't going. And, like, somebody else, we were like, nah, that's all right. They, to be a big headline or whatever. But, you know, so we didn't hear nothing. We were just tossing out names as, like, who would be the headliner for New York, area, you know, uh, WrestleMania, you know, mm-hmm. to, to draw, especially when you're going against, you know, that uh, that uh, New Japan show on the same night. You, you're going to need somebody, you know, because yeah. wrestling fans might go to that one instead of going to the Hall of Fame. So who would be that big name? But, you know, wrestling up for WrestleMania. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be the Barclays. Um, and it's funny because – mm-hmm. yeah. right. it's, it's funny. I actually got the tickets when I was down there in Austin. Because I was listening to you guys, you know, on the on uh, doing the East Coast cast, and I forgot who it was saying that they were going to go to Mania to get the pre-sale. I was like, ah, oh, let me do it then. And when I did it, I got hooked up for like the whole weekend, you know, like like three hundred bucks extra for like all four shows at Barclays. And I was like, you know what? I ain't going to that Hall of Fame. It ain't no, it ain't it's not the Rock. So <laughs> you know, yeah. flip them tickets and get some rest because I'm just I'm dreading that that Sunday, like going there for like eight nine hours. All day for Mania with all the stuff they're gonna have. I'm like, yo, oh, it's all day. You got, you got to then at the end of the night get out back to Long Island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they always talk about that. You know what what, is Long Island? No, 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 no. Who's got the Rangers fans that have to? Because Long Island has their own the Islanders. But see, no, we had the Islanders talk about like. Yeah, we had the know, Islanders, uh, but the Islanders play primarily in Brooklyn now. Oh, what? So really? like, so so now everybody, yeah. So all the Islanders fans got to go into Brooklyn, and I think they, I think this season they only have like fifteen games out there at the Coliseum, you know, this year. You know, now that's finished. But uh, yeah, it's just like where everybody got to go. So I, I don't know. It's, it's politics with it, but everybody was full, you know, full on for Brooklyn, you know. Um, so they they they're all trying to say Brooklyn's their home, and like, you know, Nassau is their like second home now, so it's like, you know, kind of you know kind of shady that way, but but uh, okay. yeah, so I'm just trying to plan out that whole weekend, because that whole weekend, I'm going to be like, I told my boss straight up, I was like, yo, listen, I'm, I might be here on Monday, but if I come in on Monday, don't expect me doing no work. <laughs> yeah, don't talk to me. <laughs> don't talk to me. I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> you know, plus I'm hanging out with Dre on Tuesday for SmackDown, so you know, this is, this is going to be wild. Yeah. yeah, I would imagine. But, um, I want to give my three real quick. My three uh, superstars are going to be uh, Lodi. It's going to be um, Repo Man. What? And it, it, <laughs> no, just <laughs> mess. Leave it. <laughs> Prince, Prince I K is my third, you know. <laughs> but uh, listen, y'all guys have a good rest of the show. Um, keep listening in. And, uh, and uh, take care. Have a great evening, man. Thanks, Will. Thanks for calling. Appreciate you. Is he done? Yeah, he's done. Okay. <laughs> now, Will. Lodi. 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 Or low key. Low key. Who were his three for real? He didn't. Oh, okay.
<laughs> I had to, yeah, I had to bounce, dog. <laughs> let's uh, you know what? Let's let's get Rich in on the conversation. See what he's got to say. Uh, Rich, welcome to uh, non VIP. Hey, what's up, guys? Not too much. What's uh, oh, what's well, just, uh nothing. I got done working out. Called in to listen, and then you were complaining nobody had their hand up, so I put my hand up, and then oh, I'm watching okay. Abducted in Plain Sight and hating life right now. Yeah, somebody put a post about that. Was it Callie earlier? And he was like, this show is messed up. What show is And that sounds like a pretty horrible show. Hey, I, I feel like, you know, getting in a nice happy mood. Let me watch Abducted in Plain Sight. <laughs> Yeah. So, it's, right. yeah, it's a lot. Like, is it yeah. like murder? Um, is it just a it? twist on murder porn? It's like kidnap porn. Okay, so I'll <laughs> read the Netflix uh, description for you. In this true crime documentary, a family falls prey to the manipulative charms of a neighbor who abducts their adolescent daughter twice. <laughs> that is messed up. Cal, he was right. <laughs> Nah, man. Somebody, somebody. Yeah, no. That's why I'm like, I, can't, I haven't even gotten to the first part yet. I'm like, wait, how does this happen again? <laughs> nah, the parents can nah. go all the way. Yeah, they're trash. <laughs> wow. Nah, Stanley's just misunderstood. Jesus. You can spend the night again, Rebecca. It's very terrible. Nope. All right. Yeah. No, but yeah, so what was your question, though? What, what were the three things people were naming? Would oh, you remember, Rich? I think you jumped in there earlier. The, um, your three all-time in-ring performers. Oh, gun to your head, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get mine. I don't want to mess with you. You have a three? Well, we'll um, yeah, I didn't, yeah, Rich said his three, but let let, let the, the, the audience know, Rich. Oh, okay, sure. It was um, Okada, Flair, and uh, I want to say it was HBK. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that is who you said, yeah. That's a heck of a list. And then, like, I I I cheated because I went top three, and then I went top six, and then top ten because well, I, mean, I felt like who are your next three people going to be like? My next here, let me look it up real quick because I don't want to BS. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, I can't, I don't see the tweet offhand. Yeah, because I was like, that was at the end of the day. I was getting some other stuff done. I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked on Twitter. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I screwed up. It was Flair Angle Okada. And yeah. then top six was uh, Toyota, HBK, Tanahashi, 10, Brett, Steamboat, Kobashi, Brian Danielson. And Redacted yeah. remains off the list, but he would have been five. <laughs> Look at Rich with his progressive list yeah. with this woman on there, okay? Oh, my name is one of the best. Like, when you look, like, uh, uh, Meltzer retweeted earlier, uh, your boy, actually, um, Cam, uh, Gable, oh, really? his mom found uh, his old tapes and shipped them because they were, like, getting rid of stuff in the house. And he had, like, these boxes, like, best of all Japan, 95. And Meltzer put up the caption of, like, some people fake it, this dude's real. And, Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, I remember, I don't, I remember this, I remember this. I remember watching, like, Manami Toyota, and when the first time I saw her do her, uh, put someone up in an electric chair drop and bridge into a pin, like, everybody in my dorm lost their minds. And bring that, yeah. Yeah. I was like, this 40-year-old woman is punching people in the throat. 
And then the first time I saw her wrestle Akira Hokuto, and Hokuto was going hard. And if you told, like, 19-year-old me that Akira Hokuto, like, outside of the makeup is, like, ridiculous, I would have said you're a liar. <laughs> now, we didn't talk last week after the Rumble. Should we expect mm. any of those young women that, uh, like, Zaya, Zaya Lee, I think, mm-hmm. is her name? I don't know, Zaya something. Should we expect yeah, to right. see any any of those women on Raw or SmackDown anytime soon? No, I think it was like a soft open. They haven't even made it to NXT yet. Or if they did, it was Yeah, I think it was like last year where they did like the soft, where they had uh, Adam Cole show up. And um, I think Alma showed up too after he had lost the title. You mean at the Rumble? At the Rumble. At the Rumble, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then they just, you know, went back down. Like, Zia Lee, I know her and the other women they brought on, they've been trying to sign, so I think they probably have already signed her. Because she was kind of like kind of like what they did with Blue Pants and uh, Mia Yim the first time around, where they were kind of there because they are in the area or someone they had their eye on, and they're just like, hey, mm-hmm. you doing anything this week? And then they'd have them do a couple of tapings. Hmm. Blue Pants, I've heard that name. It's been a minute, yeah. Yeah, well, she, yeah, she messed her own. She messed her own game up. You can't. She got drunk and got a little belligerent after one of the shows, and they haven't seen her since. Well, damn. I mean, that's the lesson you learn. Or around. So kind of like, uh, like one of those events, like at Starcast, where like everybody's just schmoozing and chilling, and she's She's a little little too turned up. Okay. Right. Yeah, I wonder if she said. I mean, think about what happened with um. Who was it with uh, the Young Bucks when they went to one of the events and they didn't shake Booker T's hand? Well, I mean, as a wrestler, I mean that's this something you got to yeah. you got to do. It's fucking. I don't want to say it's stupid because it, there's there's reason, there's reverence and respect, and you know. But yeah, even as me as a no fucking body managing another no body in the locker room. But, but but the weird thing with that was they were in TNA together. So it was like, am I giving you a reestablished, like, shake hands? Like, we were Generation Me, like, a couple of years ago, and you knew us in there. But now yeah. we have to shake your hand, like, well, okay, this is WWE. You shake your hand because you're underneath, because you're yeah, you, you, two main event guys yeah. shake, their, shake each other's hands. You walk into a locker room. But it, wasn't a thing, but it was a thing where, like, it wasn't something where, like, you snubbed somebody. It was literally, like, something, like, if I see Cam... And I like like let's say we're in New York. If I see Cam and he's in a train on the other side of the platform, it was that level of like you really mm. had to be like, am I gonna go up to the? I'm gonna go back down to that side of it, shake your hand, yeah. miss my train yeah. just so I can. Sure. <laughs> yes. Come shake my hand. Let's shake Because they you made know, a point they, before they were free agents. To they made a point the first time yeah. they were free agents a couple of years ago to like get the picture up of we have shaken this man's hand. We are cool now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy. So, uh, so yeah. So, anything um, on your mind, particularly you want to, yeah, before maybe we get the VIP later and start talking. Uh, well, the VIP stuff, like you said, I'll keep it on VIP. Even though you're not, are you are you going to try to watch read online self made, or are you, we just going to save that for next week? Well, it's, we're saving it for next week anyway because we not we, we remember we uh, we give everybody a week before we then spoil the that's crap. right. 
So right, it's good. But they got for me, the next day, I'm going to have to get go to the shop. I, I could read it. You know, I, I probably will. <clears throat> Just so I'm not cramming Wednesday trying to read the thing, then listen to the podcast um, and, and, and everything. So I might read it online or something before the week's out. Um, but, yeah, so, so it's this, this normal kind of VIP shit we'll get into. So, all right, cool, Rich. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks, Rich. All right, later, guys. Talk to you. All right, three four seven two zero two zero one zero three is how you get in line. Let's uh, let's talk to Kylan. Let's go to Newark, New Jersey, and talk to him. Uh, Kylan, what's on your mind? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing well. Doing well. What's up with you? Ah, not too much. Uh, getting ready to really kick in the high gear here. With WrestleMania somewhat rapidly approaching, so yeah, I mean, it's tis the season. It is WrestleMania season. Uh, we're past the Rumble, so you know, slows down a little bit. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons I'm convinced that the whole Becky Lynch knee thing is a storyline, storyline, but it's just a story that they want to tell to bridge. You know, the bridge from Elimination Chamber to 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 whatever's in in March, and then they'll go from there. So, but because yeah, there's not a, you know, all the feuds are set, all the matches are not all of them, but you kind of have an idea. You just got to now sixty whatever days until. You just hope people don't get hurt and formulate, you know, process and the full idea and the full form that are those matches. But yeah, it's um. It's it's interesting. I, I think the last couple of years, it's kind of been like, okay, we kind of see how WrestleMania is shaping up, like what it's going to be, what's going to be on the line. I'm curious about the WWE title because it still seems like AJ and Daniel Bryan aren't done. Like it seems like that story still on the forefront. AJ still seems to be the biggest thorn in his side. So I wonder if that changes, but like I could see maybe one of the heel teams winning the tag titles and then facing Bailey and Sasha at WrestleMania. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the smart money. You put it on the heel and you build up the big big face win. Yeah. Because if you have Bailey and Sasha winning outright, mm-hmm. then they go to WrestleMania and either beat Tamina and, mm-hmm. and Nia or the Riot Squad, or they lose to them and it's like, oh. Yeah. Great. Like Lashley and Finn seems like a thing. Um. I don't know. Ambrose is probably going to have a Ambrose and and no, I know. Um, no, um, Nakamura and Rusev might be challenging somebody for some tag titles. Like it's there. There's still some things that are left to be desired, but it does seem like a lot of oh, things. Well, the big stuff, though, yeah, you know it's Seth and Brock. Um, probably Lashley and uh, and Balor. You know that's probably up there. Um. For the title, though, like Lashley Balor, because I mean he probably will rush on Monday. Like, right, yeah. yeah, so that's probably, you know, going to be an IC title match, US title. Who knows what our truth doing? Like, who, who knows? Who can who can try to assume? But yeah, yeah. The other than the WWE title, we seem to have a pretty firm idea of what's high up there. Um, <laughs> get Ambrose Taker, and it's going to confuse everybody. <laughs> it's going to throw everybody off. Ambrose and Taker. Oh, boy. Road right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, go ahead, Kyle. Come back. Uh, okay. So, 
My first question for this week concerns WWE's television future. Now, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but across the television industry all this week, all the major presidents of all the big networks are at something called the, the Television Critics Association Press Tour, where they talk about all the shows that are going to be coming to each of the major uh, broadcast and cable networks for the upcoming. And this morning, Fox and its various networks had their TCA press tour this morning. So, during this, Fox's new head of uh, Big Fox program, Charlie Collier, said that SmackDown is officially confirmed to be moving to Friday night as of October the 4th, but in a plot twist, he said that SmackDown is earmarked for Friday night in the short term. Well, I don't know if that's... I'm not sure how to take that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it probably means they need programming right now on a Friday night, but... um, But six months from... Yeah. Come spring. Short term in a in a ten year deal or whatever is, you know, can be two years. Yeah, but I mean it Well no no, I'm just saying like I know it's a lengthy deal. I mean my whole thing is and, and it's been like this from the beginning, like I'm not home on Friday nights. And a lot of people are. Uh, you know, but I'm just I'm not going out of my way to sit in front of my TV for two hours at from eight to 10, seven to nine. Um, and so I could see them seeing who watches that, you know, kind of figuring out the demographics and seeing if a Thursday works better, if a Wednesday works better. Or go back to Tuesday. Or go back to Tuesday. Yeah. Which would be, you know, uh, I mean, who knows in a year, two years, you mm-hmm. know, let's just say six months into it, say spring 2020, mm-hmm. they're, they're look, you know, things are changing. Finales are coming up. Uh, uh, summer programming is a yeah. I don't. I just don't think you want to mess. You don't want to go six months on one channel or one time slot mm-hmm. day, and then six months later, like it needs to be look, mm-hmm. Friday. We want to be on Friday the next spring, mm-hmm. next fall. We don't want to be you. Bounce you don't want to jump around a lot because mm-hmm. of your fucking schedule and you got new shows coming up and you got you know this last week um you know the observer reported that you know smackdown was the only show that didn't see i guess an increase of viewership yeah and it's like well that was 
the 10th and 11th hours of a show with the same principal cast, more or less, in, in four days. And it was like, yeah, I, I yeah, came home to advance yeah. between Saturday and, and Tuesday mm-hmm. or Sunday and Tuesday with those those folks. It's a lot. But not enough. That, yeah. So watch, to watch not the same thing, but a strong, a very similar show. Like, I had enough trouble watching Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, have their own merit watching something of that's basically a very similar programming with characters that have existed I mean, in the same space it's hard to watch that all in a row without a break live even though i have them all like on dvr like you gotta eventually gotta sp- uh, spread that around so you know maybe they're looking at it like yo like we're gonna start off with fridays but we saw what happened this week on this show um, that, adva- like you said, Advanced Storylines, one of their biggest shows of the year, is always right after the Royal Rumble and didn't see the big bump. So let's put this here for now and see if we're going to move back there or if it fits better this way. I do think that if they're moving in October, let's say that Survivor Series becomes a thing that matters again. Or, hell, it's October. That's only but two and a half months, three months from Royal Rumble. You see how those numbers hit on a Friday night after you've had NXT TakeOver, Royal Rumble, and Raw three days in a row, then people get a four-day break. And then you see how they look at the other way where you know, people want it to be, even though SmackDown didn't get a, get a, get a bump, mm-hmm. that's certainly better than waiting a four days <clears throat> until SmackDown comes on on a Friday, mm-hmm. and then SmackDown on Friday has their big post-Rumble mm-hmm. kind of angles and storylines and promos and stuff. Where people go, uh, shit, I wanted to see that Tuesday. Like, you sure caught me when I was still kind of in the, in the mix. Somewhere somebody's saying that's why we have three hours of Raw. Ugh. But okay. And my second question is on WWE's network progress. As you know, tomorrow morning, WWE releases its quarterly stock investor information. Do you expect Network subscriptions to have gone up a little bit or down precipitously as of this quarter. When was Crown Jewel? October. Down. Um. Yeah. I, I think that because or... people have told us yeah. that they stopped watching at that point, um, and I talked to a guy on Wade's uh, show Monday, mm-hmm. I think that's more widespread than, than they thought. And there hasn't been, like, as good as TakeOver was, I think TakeOver is still at this point something where if you know, you know. And I, I don't know if. They're certainly not giving TakeOver half the hype they give Crown Jewel. 
so what happened here in Phoenix was they had it on Friday night, and that's the night I went. They had a session on Saturday morning, a session on Saturday afternoon, and then a session on Sunday. It was, I think, $55 for like, let's say 55 for a single session. But mm-hmm. you can go 100 was VIP, and that's that was like, um, I think the New Day was VIP. And then they had a super VIP was $150, and Becky Lynch was a super VIP. I had to find out where I know I tweeted out what the uh what the who the who were coming during those particular sessions. I was talking to this one guy online who ended up doing like premium VIP for all four sessions. Um so was that uh three hundred bucks? Anyway, I'm sorry I can't do math that quick. So that's how the pricing went, at least here in Phoenix. They had of course, okay. like you mentioned, Cam, Worlds Collide was taped here, so they had a ring set up. It was a normal size ring. And the way the seating was was pretty nice. The way the seating was set up. So if you decided yeah. to, um, I watched a few matches. I watched um, Chelsea Green versus. Hey, Trav, what's the um, the Indian um, Indian wrestling um, woman's name? Real um, tall Kavita. One? Yeah, is yeah. it Kavita Devi? Kavita. Yeah. I'm sorry if I yeah. butcher that. Um, but her, she wrestled Chelsea Green, and Chelsea had that combination normal wrestling uh, tights on one side, and then like the the, the jilted bride other side and then also there was a two oh, wow. when i was there on this is friday night when i was there was a um you uh nxt uk match that was there as well but and then then there was a ton of people you can get normal autographs from or free autographs from sitting at tables and then there were some uh some other ones that you didn't have to pay for like i know a lot of people took pictures with um naya jack she was standing up behind something and um and i'm not an autograph guy so i didn't do any autographs or do any premium for super VIP things because this, you know, yeah. I'm not, you know, so. Were, were there that. anyone with the not with the Nia Jax uh, thing? I would imagine they were just people showing up like, hey, could you like cock your fist? Can you pretend, can you to, pretend to punch me in the face? Can you pretend to uh, make me use my sick days? Matter matter of fact, could you yeah. put your fist on my cheek, ruffle a little the cheek a little like you're already punching me? And she's like, yeah, no, I don't touch me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think so. I'll back off. I saw this one guy. She gave this one guy a nice hug, and I saw him post a picture on that. So she seemed, right. seemed you know, again, she seemed pretty nice when she was Ruined there. Ruined her gimmick, though. So yeah. She, like, she had a nice she, smile. Yeah. She's not like most girls. That's true. Um, but overall, Cam, it was um, a real good time. It was just like, you know, with being in five days, it was pretty tiring. I worked Monday and Tuesday, so to leave work, to go downtown, and to watch wrestling, you know, and then turn around and um, – turn around and go home. I'll make this – well, actually, I'm not going to make this story pretty brief. So uh, the reason why I called, though, I actually had two different points, and I know you gentlemen already talked about this. I do not, I do not, I do not – always repeat things three times – don't want to have Charlotte uh, insert into the match between Ronda and Becky. I'd just rather have it be a one-on-one, a one-on-one match. And, you know, I understand that um, I'm not like a, I'm not a Charlotte hater, and I don't think she's like the equivalent or the female Roman Reigns. I know we talked about this over the um, at least the last year or so. Uh, I'd just rather see her face Oscar on a one-on-one. And my dream, and I think they'll still do it, at the end of WrestleMania, their big moment, you have a first-time um, a women's match, Becky versus Ronda, headlining WrestleMania. Becky wins. Um, Bailey and Sasha come out as a newly minted, uh, ta- women's tag team champions, and then eventually Charlotte will come out as a new. She won the um, the, the SmackDown Women's Title from from Oscar, and the four of them pose in the ring, four horsemen, four titles. Is my dream ending for WrestleMania? Yeah, 
Okay, so next, I have um, the other thing I think that's going to happen in WrestleMania, and we'll see. Has it been confirmed? I mean, I can't, can't say confirmed, but we know Dean is uh, is um, pretty much closing up by the um, at the by, um, by WrestleMania or maybe right after WrestleMania. I could see Seth winning, beating Brock. And then um, both Dean and um, Roman Reigns come out. It's the first time we'll see Roman. And Dean will come out and they'll have a pose. I don't think that that's going to end WrestleMania because I still think the women are in WrestleMania. I think they'll just, um, the three of them will be on the stage doing the um, the final uh, shield fist. And that's sort of like in like the halftime or that'll be at the halftime part of the show or WrestleMania. Oh, wait, what kind of blue? The sound. We couldn't hear us for a second. Did you kick it out or something? Um, I don't think so. No, we should still be here. Guys, can you hear us again? Uh, but yeah, but Brian did drop off. Oh, Brian did? I don't think. <laughs> um. We're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, sorry, Brian. Slip of the foot there. But yeah, but Brian got it. Yeah, all right, let's, um, oh, wait, no, he's back, so let's make sure we, we did it. Yeah, Brian, we don't want to, 20, um. Yeah, 28 year for yeah. George, lose our subscriber, VIP subscriber. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, you get a certain reverence here, Brian, so. <laughs> Anything else for us before we go? So, uh, this is a good question. First of all, thanks for having me back on, because I'm, I'm talking, and then it just got suddenly silent. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? So, I'm not <laughs> sure what, what did you actually hear, what I, did you hear anything I said at all? Well, I was. We just talked about how long the show is and how tonally both of those things can work because they take place at different times and have different meanings. Oh yeah. Fine, yeah. Okay. So okay. So you did hear about. Okay. So you heard both of the things I talked about then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's interesting because, like I said, to me it was like just dead silent. But anyway, no big deal. Um, what else do I have for you? Okay. So um, two other things. First of all, I'm sure you also talked about Stephanie kicking Stephanie McMahon, uh, kicking Becky Lynch in her knee. And uh, is that a storyline or what was going on with that? Yeah, I'm sorry, yes, during the um, scuffle on Raw. It just took that in. That's a, it's a cool little moment. Um, I maybe I, – I, mean, I just – It was already yeah. a scumbag move for Becky to attack her. So I'm not yeah. – but damn, Steph. I mean, I guess if someone's attacking you pretty much unprovoked, I'm going to go after the, the, yeah. the weakest point, especially if I'm not a fighter. I just don't want it, man. I just don't want it. Um – I just don't want it. Don't want it. involved in this. Uh, oh, she's Vince. That was your Yeah, she's not Vince. Yeah. Even like, if Becky's Austin, yeah, she's not Vince. Vince. Like, just, just go away. Vince um, towered over him. No, he did. He had muscles. Yeah, but just just go away, though. Like, but Vince, for, for, for everything that we know, Vince showed ass. Vince showed ass early and often. And that's what made it work because even if you never beat your boss, you being too valuable for him to get rid of is – that's the real American dream, for you to be valued to a point where 
you can't just be tossed aside. And Steph treats everybody like that all the time. And I just don't want her involved in a storyline, anybody's storyline. I don't want, I don't want her. I don't want Stephanie McMahon spraying Windex on the mirror that Mojo Rowley's talking into. <laughs> like I don't want you involved in anybody's anything, because you're no good. Uh, but yeah, no, I did think that what it was, it was, it was, it was pretty cool and telling. And you know where yeah. Stephanie's gonna fall? Yeah. Why did the announcers or mm-hmm. back in the next night? She's a Triple H. I go, yeah, mm-hmm. she got a little cheap shot in my, you know. Yeah. Everybody thought so. Was wondering if it was if they if maybe it, that was an accident. It was either. An, Stephanie kind of going into business for herself, mm. if she can do that. Um, it's like Nixon. The president does it. And no, it's not illegal. There you go. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so, or if they just decide. Follow the office. Let's, let's ignore it. Let's not, uh, yeah, let's, mm-hmm. let's leave it alone. Yeah, I, I kind of like what you just, I kind of like what you said, Trav, as well. If you're talking about a real incident. Becky's a fighter. Stephanie, you know, is a part-time wrestler, and she's getting attacked. Yes. You know, and she got punched. She got sucker punched. You know, who knows if she can see anything? I'm kicking too. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, and, that's my and take before on. you get to your last thing, I thought, and I'm a little bit conflicted because I, and I'm sure they were. I didn't like Triple I thought she should have punched him like she would have punched anybody else. Like, first off, it was a weak slap. It wasn't the best slap. But it's like, no, nah, I'm a fan. You punched uh, 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 Peyton Royce in the throat like three weeks ago. You sucker punched the shit out of Charlotte a week ago. You punched Stephanie McMahon last night, and then you slapped Triple H. It's like, well, what is, what's the difference? The man wouldn't throw a slap. The man wouldn't throw a slap. Gotta gotta improve that. Yeah. That was that was a that was a bad call tonally yeah. for who you treat her like. I did like that she got in his face after yes. she slapped him. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do about it? Go ahead, slap me back. And it wasn't like she slapped him because she knows he won't hit her yeah. back. Yeah, it was like, I, did, I, I want to smoke. That feeling. Yeah, it let's go. Like, nah, go ahead. I did. Mm-hmm. Like with, with seeing him, when she, when she popped him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, go ahead, what I will leave you two gentlemen on, I hope you have a real good night. And um, I should have enough uh, – Oh, hey, Trav, I know I sent an email late last week, so I'm assuming if you do VIP, you'll read it then. Mm-hmm. And then I'll send another one, another yeah, email. Yeah, yeah, I will send another one to the exclusive VIP portion of the East Coast cast. But I'm going to leave <laughs> you two on this uh, note, and I hope you have a real good um, evening, and, hopefully, and you can talk about it. So I was listening to um, – oh, by the way, uh, Cam, good job on um, – Wade show on Monday. I'm sure you're catching up with uh, Travis's numbers and uh, Travis. Oh yeah, third. oh yeah. I was like, nah. Y'all talk about WWE. All of a sudden, giving giving the brothers titles in January, so they could have them in February. <laughs> I looked at the. I got the got the uh, the message from Wade. I looked at the calendar. I said, Oh wait a minute. Wait a wait a minute. Yeah, and, and the, the thing about that and. For anybody who doesn't know, basically somebody like responded to Wade after the show because I do vanity search um, Wade's name after I'm on the show to see what people say about me being on the show. Um, and somebody was like, yeah, they just uh, – that WWE has this habit of putting titles on black wrestlers for Black History Month. So I got into my rich fan bag and saw like it's on one hand. 
um, the number of times I think I think you might need two, but the number of times a black wrestler, um, a male black wrestler, because I didn't look at the female side, but has won any type of WWF or WWE championship in February. I think it was six in total since 1980, you know, whenever the fuck. So, and the conversation changed. But it changed. was the times the other month, though, like 25. Yeah, it was, yeah, and that's the thing, like, there are... And it was six and one. Yeah, it was like 20, like one was 20, I think IC title and U.S. titles was 26, um, tag team titles was 29, and world titles was eight. And these are, the, the thing is, there are two world title or WWE title wins for black wrestlers ever in February. And they were They're both rock, which is a different conversation I'm not having with you crack-ass crackers. So <laughs> basically, like, uh, going back and forth with the guy, and he eventually understood, though. Like, his, his larger point was that he tried to admit to getting titles on the way through February, but then it was even like, you know, once we talked about it, it was like, oh, it, it happened to happen with our troops, and it happened to happen with Bobby Lashley this year. Um, could that be a trend right now? Yes, but it's not a trend over any other period of time. So it was just, and, and the guy was cool about it. I don't want you to think I'm talking bad or have any type of judgment toward like wrestlers. I'm like, I, and I had to start like, yeah, no, I, I, like I don't like, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. About yeah, no, no, you're. you're but it's you're, like you gotta yeah. be. Your, your counting is bad. Not yeah. sure. I'm certainly not I saying that you think lie, less of. Yeah. Of if you had talked about Sasha Banks sitting behind a fake Rosa Parks on the bus, what was the issue people had? Well, my thing was you don't sit behind Rosa Parks on the bus. Progressively, as a black person, you sit next to Rosa Parks on the bus. You don't take a picture from behind Rosa Parks. <laughs> okay. Like it was it was an aesthetic thing. Yeah, well, I was about to say it was yeah. for the shot. Yeah, but but yeah, but yeah sit, I mean, there's a seat next to it. You sit, sit, you sit with right, Rosa yeah. Parks. You know, sitting behind Rosa Parks. Hey, she not moving. <laughs> you know, I don't like it. But no, they, they did the thing again where the only people who seem to care about the history of civil rights or the plight of black people are wrestlers of color going on um, – studio tours or going on museum tours. And as awesome as that was, that was a really well done. It was segment. it was well produced. Yeah, Where the white people? It was good. But like you can put Cesaro on game? No, 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 no. It's not even that <clears throat> my thing is with all Black History Month stuff, like does it all have to be like look how they struggled to get <laughs> out of it's like everything's confined it's, 1955 to 1968. Yeah. Nothing in black history matters. It's all about the hard part. Outside of those two decades. Go to a hospital. Like, man, there's a whole, like, homies that did a lot of stuff. You and Charles, see what Charles Drew was hitting for. Put on a white coat. I mean, it's like, it just re, to me, it just reinforces this. You know, only thing there. Of note is their yeah. struggle. I was waiting in the water. Pain Don't, is yeah. Their, you know, it's just like yeah. what a what a strong people you are. Yeah. I'm cool too. I'll be out here. Right. <laughs> we can just be out here. Yeah, every once in a while. Like yeah, it's just Black History Month. It's, talk it's, about fucking Tulsa in 1919 before they fucking burned. Well, the no, don't don't do that. No, no, no. That's the thing. I agree, but don't talk about that because then you have to, then you have to answer why it's not there. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, we, we dropped an actual bomb. Yeah. 
in the world was to drop dynamite on black people's homes in Tulsa, Oklahoma in 1920 or whatever that damn This show Tulsa got riot. show got so dark. Not, not a riot. But yeah, let's just yeah, let's let's have um like how hard would it be and I don't know their relationship, but have Tony Atlas just talking to people backstage about his career. Right. Have Ron Simmons talking uh Mojo Rowley exchanging football stories. Like it's you have again, it's more than just about the struggle. Like actual black people were successful Sometimes in spite of, but not always in spite of the things against them, and, and you should champion that too. Yeah, WWE. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, right. yeah. Um, first, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Cam. I appreciate it. And um, again, I hope you both have a real good night. And um, so, my question I was going to leave you with: This came up on another conversation on one of um, Wade's shows, but Bray Wyatt. What would you do with him? Would you bring him back before WrestleMania or bring him back back at WrestleMania? And maybe a little bit of your thoughts about what you would do with Bray Wyatt. So I'll hang on and whatever happened to JoJo, too, by the way. I'll hang on and listen. I hope you both have a good night. Thanks for having me back on again. I'm sorry I killed the show, and I'll talk to you both later. Thanks, Brian. Um, I thought there was a chance you'd show up at the Rumble, and then you go from there. But outside of that, once that didn't happen, no, you bring him up, he's – he shows up the day after or something like that. If you have something for him, hopefully he's not in uh, you know creative mode where they're still trying to think of something for him. Hopefully they have something formulated and they want to put it into into action the night after Mania. They'll have the Drew. It's different from Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre was gone for ten years when he uh, was a bit of a gap. Show back up, but he could be the the non-NXT call-up surprise. Yeah, that pops up on on SmackDown. Yeah, it pops up on SmackDown. Um, Yeah, I just think he's... You've had his character kind of spiraling. Um, Not necessarily since the debut, but, you know, I always look back to Travis having that conversation with him at WrestleMania 30 when, like, we were high on what he was doing and who he was. And um, I just think until you know exactly what to do with him, you hold off on him and you don't start a storyline with him because one credit to him, um, his storylines usually culminate at a pay-per-view. They usually play so, and he didn't win in them, but, but yeah, it plays up to a larger thing. So I think you hold off on him. So, yeah, again, I really did think it, it was, it was, uh, Possible that he would show up at the Rumble, and again, when he didn't, it's yeah. You don't bring the guy up in the middle of February or March. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ray Wyatt's back. No, make a splash, and you and you have him do something at, at the night after Mania. So, yeah, that's that I think Bray's going to do with a new gimmick. I think he's going to be, I don't know, completely overhauled. I don't think he's going to show up with a bald head and a, you know, whatever. But but. But I think he'll have a, a new gimmick outside of outside of uh, cult leader, backwoods, you know, backwoods guy. I mean, what's up with Luke Harper? I mean, we got Rowan. Yeah, I'm wondering there. if he hurt or is he just being repackaged? That's a guy who can benefit from a shave. Um, like, why isn't he in the spot with uh, Rowan? Similar, I just think... 
I mean, all, all due respect to Rowan, I just think Harper has, has a more, more dynamic personality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's, well, it's, that is true. But I'm thinking they don't want to put Harper in that subordinate, another mm-hmm. subordinate role. They're like, Rowan, we ain't doing shit with this guy. He's a big, giant guy. He's got the beard. He looks, yeah. You know, and yeah, because it doesn't matter if he gets hurt from this. And we've never had a conversation where we were like, we dislike Eric Rowan. We want him to go away. He fits in that role really well. Yeah. Like, like he just, he's yeah. The, he's in, in the mm-hmm. Wyatt family. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's the guy that's going to take the pins when they lose. Mm-hmm. And he moves he's, well for his size, looks menacing. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, I just think he fits there. And I'd like to see Harper be able to do more apart from them. All right, we have a bit of a surge here in some callers. Let's, uh, well, this isn't a surge, but let's get. Uh, you know what? No, he can wait. <laughs> Damn it. Because <laughs> we got these few. I, I don't recognize. Is that Cumberland? Is that Ryan? Could be. And then uh, 770. I think that's a Pennsylvania thing. Four hundred one. That's 301. So I think 410 is Maryland. Yeah. Uh, 770. Who's this? Where are you calling from? What up? Well, let me bring him on. Chris in Atlanta. Chris in Atlanta. What's going on, man? You called before we talked to you? Uh, no, I hadn't called on here this before. Is I talked Chris. To, uh, this is this is Chris Rucker, right? Goddamn son, really? My whole name? Like that? I put his, his name security his number one seven five. His name's on VIP. It's fine. That's <laughs> my man. Yeah. What's happening? How was Atlanta like this week? Super Bowl and all that. Like, how was it moving around? Well, you know, I work in the alcohol industry, and we we service downtown Atlanta, man. It was it was busy as shit down here. It was nice standstill like hell. Yeah, it's. Did you make three? Did you make three million dollars that you could split twenty five ways though? Shit, I wish. I saw it on Twitter, or one of y'all shared it in the group. Uh, it was after after big old Super Bowl stripper party, you know, whatever. I yeah. At the strip club. And the money was just stacked up on the couch after they finished. It was just up till three in the morning counting money. And it was like, yeah, since everybody's been asking questions, we made three million, three point two million dollars tonight, and we're splitting it twenty five ways. It was one hundred and twenty grand a piece. Those women. Uh, uh, Wonderful thing. In one night, yes. One that made their yeah. Go home. I mean, no, no, don't go home. Go buy a home. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I think my wife took up the wrong profession being a teacher. <laughs> Chris, Chris is the worst. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. What's, uh, yeah, what's on your mind? Uh, shit, y'all, y'all covered a lot of topics. The first one was uh, the three best in ring performers. Yeah. Uh, mine would be Kurt Angle, Flair, mm-hmm. and then Randy Orton. Orton would be my uh, wild card. <laughs> These conversations about what Randy is and isn't. When Chris did you me and wrestling with me, we had a long conversation about Randy Orton, and I don't think that you know I mean, Randy Orton was a Marine. I, I don't really know his athletic background before that, but he's absolutely like just a natural at wrestling. Can do everything um, when motivated. Um, is as strong as you'd ever need to be. Is as fast as quick as you'd ever need to be. Seems to have a really good psychology. And he probably would rank pretty high on my list, given the fact that he was that good from the jump. 
when he was out there right. in the in the shiny tights doing the overdrive, well, he was that good. Yeah. You know, yeah. all, high, based all on the, on the, the mm-hmm. us, it wasn't, I mean, yeah, precision, they mm-hmm. landed and they looked good, but yeah, he, he was, and is, uh, you know, yeah. a real athlete. Go watch him in RVD, go watch him um, really Randy or Patches. I, as, personal feelings aside, Chris, you're not wrong. Um, really quick, while, like while we have you, you have strong feelings about Randy Orton, you also have pretty strong feelings about AEW. Um, is that a union that you want to see, or do you like those two kind of staying separate, like Randy Orton where he is? Man, uh, and then y'all talked about the Usos too, which you know is my, my favorite tag team. Yeah. I would love to see them outside of the WWE just to see what they could do, especially Orton, because right now it's just like he looks like he's just going through the motions, like. I'm the shit. I kind of know I can put on a great match anytime I want. Like, the match last night was his best match in months. And so, if he was getting the ring with Cody without, you know, the WWE being around, if he was getting the ring with the Young Bucks, or getting the ring with Adam Page, all these young and up-and-coming people that he can raise up with him, I don't know. I think it'd, I think it'd be good, but I just don't see Orton leaving the comfort the company. I, I don't yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know what the benefit is. There's nobody who's more right. legacy than like it's and him and Rock. He's getting paid. Yeah. Like the guys I don't think there's anything AEW could offer him that you know he's getting he's probably getting and, and he also seems to get to take the time off when he wants it. Yeah. Like exactly. he has exactly. Randy Orton hasn't made like if I don't know, being first ever AEW world champion. Maybe that's wow. a thing I want to say on the way out. Um, but you, even with Randy, you, you've never heard him say, you know, five years ago, man, I'd love to have a match with AJ Styles. Or 10 years ago, I'd love to have a match with Daniel Bryan. That doesn't seem to be his focus on the, the art of wrestling. It seems to be a job to him. Yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah. And then you, you would run a risk of losing out on that. You run the risk of losing out on that WWE legacy contract too if you were to piss them off on the way out. Yeah, I, you know, he's the, also the one guy I don't think could make them angry because if they were angry with him, he'd be out a <laughs> long time ago. And, and yeah, also, yeah. Well, I mean, he's been on good behavior lately. And also, if he comes, if he say he goes to AEW and is their first or second world champion and, and goes and just does good things, gives them the spotlight that they need, he can keep his name. He's Randy Orton in AEW and as he is in WWE. Mm-hmm. So and and it gets him and it gets that company um, all the things that Vince would hate about it. Five years from now, he's going to be welcome back, and they're going to go, yeah, we understand that. <laughs> I wanted to see what that was going to hit for. Again, Randy Orton um, and Jeff Hardy have that same superpower. Randy Orton still looks like Randy Orton and never put on a shirt, never put on uh, pants. You know, Randy Orton still has <laughs> the same physique that, that he pretty much had coming into the game, if not, you know, a better one. And, um, you know, he's just – and be Randy Orton. Yeah. Like he doesn't have to be, yeah, Brian Danielson. You know what I mean? Like he gets to. Hey, there's just, I mean, there there are benefits. 
<laughs> there are benefits and there are, you know, there are their negatives, there are takeaways, but yeah, I just, I, I don't know if, like Travis said, I don't think there's anything they can offer him because he's never expressed an interest in having anything different than what he has now. I don't think he's a he's a guy that's wants power, so it's not like, oh, well, if you give me, you know, uh, 800 grand a year plus if you make me a VP. Or, uh, Randy Orton with the book is crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's only crazy because we've never thought of oh him as God. like a creative type. Like he doesn't, he doesn't exude. Black History Month is over. Oh my God. W- women's titles? <laughs> oh my God! It's gonna be like it's gonna be spring stampede every month, fighting on the back of a truck. Oh my God! That's perfect talking. <laughs> Chris, anything else? Uh, yeah, the yeah. Becky Lynch thing, man. I'm a big Becky fan, but they are they're kind of driving this into the ground. I'm I'm worried that they're gonna kind of it's gonna run its course before WrestleMania gets there. Like she gets suspended on Monday, and then she's opening the show up on Tuesday, and then the McMahons are wedging themselves into the match. It's just like, I don't know. It, to me, it's too much. Like, she, she got her following by being overlooked, not being pushed down everybody's throat. So, I don't I don't know. I'm not really feeling the storyline, as crazy as that sounds, being as I've been waiting on her to get this yeah. main event push. It's under, I, I, I understand that feeling, but I certainly don't feel that way. I, cer- I feel that way as far as the Vincent or, or, or uh, Stephanie or Triple H, and especially Stephanie are concerned. Um, but I thought the Triple H stuff had a decent uh, uh, explanation. Like, you know what? Like, I love that he introduced the idea that she might be scared. Just to, again, just to make give this thing some layers. Um, I don't think it's going to run its course anytime soon. I don't think she's going to be on T. I don't think as a suspended Becky, it's not going to be like John Cena suspended from that. You know, during the Nexus stuff where he's just all over all the TV, even though he was fired or whatever it was. Um, so I think I think she's off TV for a while and, you know, or not. I, but I, I do. I, I don't think I think they understand. We can't suspend nobody. We'll see. And then they're they're doing they're doing little stuff to kind of put her down. Also, like, you know, they're telling the truth. Like your knees hurt. Go to the goddamn doctor. Like, what's the problem? <laughs> and then, and then Ronda Rousey like punked her out big time Monday night, where Becky's been talking all this shit on Twitter, and Rousey ran up on her like, "All right, say something now." And Becky just kind of stood. And there. she did. It's like, and Ronda no, didn't she didn't say shit. No, Becky when she ran up on Becky backstage, Becky just stood there, you know, ice and Advil, bitch. She just took it. What What do we expect Becky to do in that situation? She's kind of got it. And you you know what? Really quick, like, imagine how much more effective that segment is if Ronda just says that. Yeah, Ice and Advil, bitch. And then just walks off. Like, Ronda and all these qualifiers, and she was like, why would you you, uh, put our main event match in jeopardy? It's like you was running around beating up the whole way (laughs) From the Royal Rumble <laughs> until WrestleMania, Last year. putting your match in jeopardy the whole time. Like, all right, 
it's just again, I think less is more with her. She's so good in the ring does already. Right. 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 Yes, yeah. bitch. It does. It Are does. you stupid? She's this, not, this is actually this, this is contributing to the video package. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought she came across uh, as as insecure, and all of a sudden, hey, here's my resume. Nobody said any. Nobody denigrated your accomplishments. <laughs> nobody said you were a chump. Nobody said you can't really. Uh, but no, because you know you're getting scounced. Word to Dre, uh, you gotta bring out your, you know, non K fade resume. So while you were, oh no, Charlotte made the clown school reference, and it's just like again, you would never Vince McMahon or whoever was feuding with Austin in 1999 or 1998, 1997 would never have been like when you were doing when I was doing this. You were goofing off with Brian Pillman with your stupid blonde mullet. Yeah. <laughs> you were people of the goofy Hollywood blinds, Austin, in the middle of his hottest run. Yeah. So why would they have Charlotte? Hopefully, I, mean, I almost hope she did go and like have say that. Just you know, I would go to clown school college or whatever the line was. Like, this is not the ha ha pun. Honey, Becky from 2016. Yeah. That where that, that little insight would help. Oh, that's some you know. Oh, okay. Now yeah. I see why she's so just that silly, and she was like, oh, okay, makes sense. Personality. No, this is a man. This is punch you in the throat, and then look at you while you rise on the ground, and then walk off with a smirk. Becky Lynch, not you know, ha ha, Becky. So exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was. I didn't. I didn't like uh, that part. I didn't mind. I didn't care. Yeah, I, I thought the the, the Rousey stuff made. Ronda looked bad. I was like, oh, hey, keep talking. Keep showing how insecure you are because everybody knows you're getting trashed uh, by this woman. But the but the, the really bothered the shit out of me. Denigrating people for their right, line of work. Well, yeah, it was always a good conversation, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, don't be a stranger. No problem. Appreciate I'll see you. All right, let's... Uh, Keep it moving. Just chiming in. Let's go. 410. 410. Who's this? Four one zero. Four one zero. Who's this? Four one zero. Four one zero. Going once. Going twice. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Hold up, baby. Bring him back on. There you go. Who's this? What's up, Travis? It's JC. Oh, hey, man. Long time no rap. Yeah, See you playing that bullshit ass. Uh, uh, ain't that you playing that damn uh, uh, Yakuza game on PlayStation? That was my son like two, three oh, okay. months ago, dude. I've already uninstalled that shit. <laughs> that game is so <laughs> trash. But, yeah. people, tend to, people seem to love uh, Yakuza. Oh, it's terrible. It's like if it was 1998, I probably like it. Mm-hmm. It'd probably be ahead of its time. But, uh, yeah, so, JC, what's on your mind? Oh, shit, man. Just been out of reach for a while. Just been gone through a bunch. But figured I'd chime okay. back in, how to call and get back in touch with people. Well, we're good to, ha- uh, good, to, uh, good to have you. I know you were in a 
you had that uh, accident a few months ago. You, you you fully recovered? Oh yeah, I've just been dealing with depression and everything. Uh, oh, the hiatus. Okay. All right, so, you know, we're here <laughs> to talk shit all the all, so yeah. Absolutely. You ever got to get something off your chest? This is definitely the show to call in and, and talk about it, man. So, yeah, so what is going on? Uh, well, well, something off wrestling. Um, do you think there's ever going to get past Trump doing this stupid shit in office? It's going to be a while, uh, <laughs> JC. It's uh, it's going because we didn't throw It's going to be a while to for the institution to kind of, you know, I'm no fan of the fucking FBI, right? Like they've done some really shitty stuff in their in their in their uh, uh, almost hundred year existence. Um, but they also shouldn't be denigrated and, you know, whoever did COINTELPRO and fucking J. Edgar Hoover and those guys. Well, the fucking random FBI agent in the field office in Elsa somewhere, you know, isn't, you know, state, you know, trying to do stuff. He's just like, no, I'm trying to solve cases and, and, and stop crime from happening. And, uh, and to make those guys and women, uh, you know, less than... It's just, it's going to take a while. <laughs> I, I, I figure just for a simple fact, because of all the dumb shit going on, I've lost my food stamps from the provide for my family. I'm yeah. lost the government assistance that puts a roof over my wife and son's head. So. No, it's, it's important that, um, you know, kind of after the initial reaction we had to, like, oh, my God, this is who's in charge now. Um you know, we really did have to have to look forward, have, have to know that this is something that's going to pass, so let's focus on what we can focus on. And, um, you know, when it's over, it'll be over. Um, there are still things that there are still things that we do deal with on, you know, a daily and a weekly and a monthly basis that are a direct result of certain people's feelings towards what I'd call progress. And their desire to kind of fight progress, and you know, we're, we're here, a good number of us. So let's, let's handle what we can handle. Um, find ways to occupy that time. Find these outlets for us to not drive ourselves crazy, and you know, make of it what we can. Um, things could definitely be better, but they could also be worse. So, you push. True. True. Real quick, JC, uh, the one positive thing about that whole 35-day government shutdown, it for a lot of people, for everybody that was paying attention and should have completely uh, uh, broken the facade, you had a bunch of middle-class government workers who missed two paychecks and were at a fucking food bank. These are the people who, who... you know, did things the right way. You know, they work for the government. Yeah, they might be working at an IRS office or something. They've but committed way less crimes than the majority of them. They're not doing out. They're not doing crimes because they wouldn't be able to have those jobs if they did. And they, without a week, uh, a week or two weeks or two, a month of worth of uh, not getting paid, 
everybody realized, like, oh shit, we're in America where like a four hundred dollar emergency is like Yeah. Like I'm in a situation like now. Like if my car breaks down, like I'm fucked, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I was I mean But yeah, so people realize like oh shit. Uh, this is definitely not my grandparents' America. Yeah. You know, I don't think my grandpa's, even my poor grandmother, if something happened, she would have been okay for 35 days. Did you go to ATV and ask them um, if you were old something? I went to, uh, I went to, I went to, uh, not Kroger's, uh, uh, uh Randall's. And was like, Trump told me you guys were hooking people up during the, during the government shutout. Shut down and security was proper. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I know, I know. It's, 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 it's a lot. And we're really, it sounds corny as shit, but it's like we're going to have to get through this. You know, because you do definitely, we all know we got 35% of the people that are just determined to drag us the fuck down and back and, you know. And then we're voting their interest and how that works. So we're really going to have to get out of this as a country. And I don't know what that what that means or looks like because I'm not in any kind of kumbaya moment where I want to come together. No, 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 no. People need to pay. Feel people need to be. Uh, people have to, you know, pay for their decisions. People need to held be held accountable and responsible. Absolutely. And so it's going to be tough. But yeah, what else do you got? Rest of the rest of the so, on the wrestling, um, if you think that they find a good uh, thing for Dean Ambrose, a good role for him, or to fit him, do you think he might reconsider staying? Wait, ask it again? I didn't hear it. I said if they find a good role or a good. Uh, Storyline for Dean Ambrose to go with, do you think he would uh, consider staying with WWE? No. I don't think Even when he was the guy on, on SmackDown, the way that John Cena interacted with him, the way that AJ interacted with him as a viewer made him seem like he was a step below what they were. Um, and I think that, you know, he's contributed to, you know, a, a strong contribution to one of the hottest groups in wrestling in the last 10 years, um, with the shield. And, you know, initially he was kind of that Joker character, um, who seemed to have the plan about him, who seemed to be able to kind of get away with, um, not quite being crazy and not quite being a genius and, and was effective at that. I think through oversaturation with things like the Ambrose Asylum, um, I think with, yeah, I think with him, um, you know, kind of delving off into Zany Dean instead of crazy like a Fox Dean for a while, I think you've done everything you do with the guy. I think his future is as in a tag team with somebody not named Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins. I just think that. It's ran its course. He's paid his dues. Why not see if I can be a bigger star elsewhere, especially in a situation I can come back into 
because I'm a focal point of something WWE's took all this time to build. I just don't see what they can put in front of him, especially whenever I hear about somebody not being bad with their money. I'm like, well, they're going to go do what they got to do, and they can always go get more money later. Um, I'm right there with you, Travis. I'm not sure if it was the Katie Vick Alive Alive show that I was listening to earlier, but I've recently heard someone's, I don't think it, because I think it was a couple of days ago, and they just aired out yesterday or today, but about how in WWE now, you can basically, like, coast and, and be in the same spot mm-hmm. Right, and your coast is longer than guys twenty years ago. Yeah, no, we were having that conversation. Um, that's something we were talking about in the group. Um, yeah, and it was basically like if you look at like a Big E who's done well for himself. Well, Big E's Big E's a bad example. It was Titus, who's my man. You know, Titus has been in the mix almost ten years and has ascended as high as. I mean, yeah. That original NXT. Was it 11? No, it was 2010. 2010. And he was, yeah. So, and he's been, the highest he's been, he's been a tag champion one time with Darren Young. Um, and that just didn't happen. Like, you know how crazy it was for me. I'm looking up stats and stuff. Coco Beware's WWF run was eight years. Um, and he's kind of, even though him and Vince got along, put him in the Hall of Fame. Ain't no way Coco Beware made the money that a Titus O'Neil has made in Titus O'Neil had a bad night one time, but was such a good ambassador to WWE, he's still in WWE. Yeah, you can just be there and be cool and not make waves and do everything you're told and be Mojo Rowley. Right, Coco Ware was definitely the exception in nineteen mm-hmm. you know, eighty eight or whenever he, you know Yeah. He was there until I think he was really there eighty six to ninety four. Something like that. Yeah, it was it was it was an eight year run. Um yeah, you can really just exist in that system now because and I don't know, maybe NXT kind of adjust that, um, with guys coming up and having to shuffle people around, but you know, Randy Orton's been there how many years? Um I mean 18, 02, he showed up. Eight, damn, 18 years. Like, uh, you know, I know I know Jeff Hardy's been in and out, so he's a bad example. But, you know, Bray Wyatt was in, what, the NXT class after Titus? Like, yeah, it's, you can hang around there ever. Kofi, 13 years? Yeah. yeah. JC, uh, any follow-up or anything else uh, for um, us? I just got two quick questions, and then I'll yeah. let you go. I'll keep listening. But um, one, um, the, uh, Evan Bourne, a.k.a. Matt Seidel over in TNA, do you ever see yeah. him coming back to WWE, or do you think he's having a better run in TNA as we speak? No, I think it's. I think he's uh, – for what he can do for what, or what he was main, known for, you know, he, that, that doesn't get, you don't get better at that at, with age. What's the first thing you thought of last night when the 054 reversed into an RKO? 
you think about uh, the shooting star. Right. You know, which was great, but now you think about it, everybody can do that. Like, there was a little pushback when I said Rey Mysterio was in the top three because his style fathered these other styles, and so it's hard to equate, um, even though I think Rey Mysterio's... Yeah, but he's once again holding his own. Um, but, um, yeah, like, like Travis said, though, what a Matt Seidel can do for WWE now, he was never, even though they pushed to Evan Bourne, but he was never a name to where he's not going to give you more clout name-wise than Brian Hendrick does. You know? And also, the things, what he was good at eight years ago, he's not, it's not that he's not anymore. He can't, he can't, can't get better at him. But he's not as, as good a high flyer. Ain't mm-hmm. no way. He definitely probably looks eight, if not 15 years mm-hmm. older than the way wrestlers can age. You know, mm-hmm. you know what he's doing. I take care of himself. But, yeah, no, Matt Sides. And he's just not a big enough name that they would right. bypass yeah. all those things. Like Kendrick had that, that clout of being company for so long and being a Michael's protege. And he wasn't and... a fucking troublemaker and as far as, like, mm-hmm. like, Evan Bourne was. Like, yeah. just not just failing drug tests left and right. Like, Was, like, yeah. they'll just find you a 500 bucks a grand or whatever back in those days yeah. when, when you got caught with weed in your system. But he was smoking the A2. Mm. So that just made me lose respect for him as a stoner and, like, as a, you know... Props <laughs> respect for him as a stoner. Pseudo, you know, drug enthusiast. It's like, come on, man. He's smoking that garbage. What's wrong with you? So, yeah. So what's your other one? Uh, uh and I'm, I'll leave you guys with this one, and I'll just keep listening. But um, in NXT, you had Sanity and AOP, and they were, like, top-tier tag division down in NXT. And then they get brought up, and it's like they just disintegrated. It's just, just because they're just not getting booked right, or they're just not getting the opponents that they need or good storyline. I mean, and are you talking about Sanity, or are you talking about AOP? I mean, there's a... There are a few acts that you could you could uh, you, you could you could ask that same question to. Hopefully, like you know, you're probably getting a push. It looks you know, Truth is obviously getting some TV time. Got the U.S. title, so it does look like they're doing stuff, significant stuff, stuff that matters, stuff that's good and entertaining on TV with lower card uh, people or people you wouldn't necessarily expect to get a tru- uh, a push. I don't think I. I can or true, the low lower card guy. Like he's not Mojo Rawley, but it's yeah. I anything to add to that? Man. Yeah, I'd say just the 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 worst thing that you can be in WWE is is a successful NXT tag team. <laughs> it seems to be. It seems to cause you issues because, I mean, they've they've just given us this aesthetic. It's like being, it's like being an option quarterback. Um. You know, you yeah, you do this. Um, you can do this amazing thing at a certain level, um, but the game's not built around your strengths when you get to the next level. Um, you know, I don't know fantasy floundering is already broken. To be this unstoppable force that the Usos and the New Day couldn't get to, it's like. Them. Nobody misses them. Nobody thinks about them. Yeah. And yeah, nobody's against them, but it just. Like when Rome showed up, I was like, oh, hey, what? I think until yeah. this moment, I'm like, oh, shit. 
Yeah. Bludgeon Brothers were his thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that they are trying to do things with these lower card acts. Like, like Travis said, Mojo saying, um, you know, I, it's just, I think with the TV deal coming up in October, if they have something new to put out there, because they're, I mean, they're not dumb. They know Becky Lynch did a lot to make herself catch on, but if they can have something new that's 60% of what Becky Lynch is, that's a damn win. And so they're trying for it. Um, so we'll see how long that lasts, if that goes kind of through WrestleMania, but like, I, I do see some, some older acts having renewed attention to them. JC, man, appreciate you. Thank you, JC. Thanks, guys. Talk to you. We got to get some game, more games in common. We played yeah. Madden. That was it. That's all. That's the only games we had. I ain't playing that damn Yakuza game. <laughs> Not gonna do it. <laughs> all right, let's go to Sean. I think this is Sean, real quick before we wrap things up. Uh, Sean, what's going on? Yes, yeah, me. What's going on, man? Good to see y'all on the show so long. Uh, you hanging in there, Cam? Man, I might, I might, I might sleep in the office, man. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm, is that your office? Up in there and come back I thought tomorrow. you was at a custody hearing. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> don't worry, you will be. custody <laughs> hearing. I don't need them. Tell me, tell me what you need. So, okay, so. <laughs> So first, first things first, man. I know y'all always keep it at wrestling, but or I, at least I try to. But what's up with everybody telling on themselves right now? Why is everybody talking about this closet racist, uh, closeted racist thing that they did like ten, five, ten years so, ago, like Liam Neeson and stuff? Because because when you're a racist, it eats at you. Like you fight to not let the racist out is, is what I've seen. Sometimes. <laughs> It's like like nobody was even asking him nothing. So like, how's your day, man? Let me tell you, my my homegirl got assaulted one time, and yo, I was just begging for a black person to look at me wrong. Right? <laughs> I don't. And it's not like this was Liam Neeson, nineteen-year-old Liam Neeson. Not this even. Was like yeah. Eight-year-old Liam Neeson. Who man. knows? And it, and it's weird because it seems to be like the conversation was like, well, he's courageous for saying that because a lot of people feel that way because of things that they've been taught whether it's through parenting or through the media. It's like, no, but you exist out here. You you yeah. exist in the world. Like, I don't, whenever I make one of my, you know, whenever I say something about white people, people don't like, I get that reaction to where it's like, you can't say that about all white people. I'm like, I didn't. I'm, I'm actively not saying that. But these white people right here, let me tell you what they <laughs> Like racism but pointing is, out racism, though, is really the new racism. Yeah, pointing out racism is... <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, this guy over here is racist. There are two sides yeah. to being scared of black people at 50. Right. Like, you've seen enough... you be around Morgan Freeman. He's one of the good ones. Yeah, you be... It's just weird. Yeah. Didn't Tom Sean Brady's, like, uncle second. or somebody say they oh, were racist awful. or something? It's just weird. It's very strange. Sean, we have, we have 90 seconds, Sean. Oh, 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 uh, Mustafa Ali uh, and uh, beating uh, Randy Orton. Um, what did you guys think about that? I think that he shouldn't. I mean, I mean, I mean Randy Orton beating him. I don't think that Orton should have lost to him because he's a champ. What did you guys think? No, I thought that match was very well done. Yeah, I, th- I thought it should have went that way. Yeah. Um, gave him the, oh, my God, I can't believe this mm-hmm. guy gave me Mustafa that. Mustafa Ali getting that close to beating Randy Orton in a singles match. Um, I, I think 
is just great for him going forward. I don't want him to be a lovable loser. I don't think he will be, but I think that was done well. Even the even the way they and thanks Sean for the call. Even the way they said that, I knew it was a problem when Randy. Like, I'm not even gonna learn his name. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! You're mm-hmm. about to you're about to either go in here and I was worried. I was like, you're gonna, gonna go and embarrass Mustafa Ali, or Mustafa's gonna get a win that he might not, you know, uh, uh, needed this, you know, at this juncture, right? So so soon. But they did it. They got. The best of both worlds out of it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to our last caller. Let's go down south. Let's talk to Darrell. Uh, hopefully, he can uh, keep it pithy. I don't, I don't uh, suspect he can. But Darrell, what up? What up? What's up, you two light skin brother? What's going on, Darrell? What's on your mind? Not, not too much, man. Just listening, checking in with you guys, man. Enjoying What's the, um, the look and the feel. Yeah, what's your one, maybe one and one A topics? So we don't have like a twenty minute combo. Yeah. <laughs> um, to talk about um, uh, to talk about what you were speaking on earlier. I know you were talking about um, you didn't like that they bring up um Becky clown clown school and stuff like that, and how they didn't do that um, back in Stone Cold day. Um, I right, didn't mind didn't because when you. When you when you I look at it all, especially on the mic, it's all like a battle rap and stuff like that. And then battle rap yeah. bring up the stuff. And one of the best sure. battle raps um I ever seen was when um Easy E pulled up Dr. Dre dressing like uh, Earth Wind and Fire and stuff like that. But you gotta <laughs> but you understand Easy E and Dr. Dre were not trying to make money together. They were trying to get themselves oh. over to make money for themselves and in the, at the same time denigrate the other. Like, but that's in not a battle, cooperative. In a battle, rap, you're out there you by yourself money. trying to destroy a guy. So you move on in the tournament or get the YouTube clip or whatever battle rap guys get. This is different. <laughs> Everybody's trying to, like, even when you, it's a You know, or in this, he would never. No, this is different. This is pro wrestling. We all we all know that it's you know a cooperation, and you don't do things to make your opponent look bad because that in turn makes you look bad. You you about to, so you want to beat a bitch that went to clown school? The fuck? Fighting clowns is funny, but she ain't portraying a clown right now. She's portraying somebody hard. So you come back, you come back with something. You're supposed to come back with something. If you don't come I don't back, think there's you don't a way. Yeah, Darrell, I just think that is. because your your goal isn't to like you and I talked about, you know, Lil Flip and Ti. It wasn't Ti wasn't doing that to Lil Flip so that Lil Flip could come back with something stronger so that they could both sell albums off of it. He was doing it to kill that man's career, <laughs> and and so I do think there are certain things that you don't say. Well. You know, Darrell, I don't even necessarily disagree with you because I popped when it was funny. Um, I think it's more context and wants like as a one-off talking about and that something in our past. A that actually was a exactly context of a battle that was rap. a battle rap. So, so it's I I understand what Travis is saying about not drawing attention to that because of who Becky Lynch is playing right, right now. now. Yes. That's more what it is. 
Um, which, which, again, you're not wrong, but I agree with Travis. But you do instance. understand and you do acknowledge that they wouldn't have done that to Austin and they shouldn't have done that to Austin, right? Are you saying in 1997 um, if somebody Austin with your blonde mullet blah, 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 you'd have been like, no, you know, hey, I understand the reason the, – the reason why I said it is because of that. Austin, I understand they didn't come at him. That's the same way how people didn't come at Tupac when he was coming at Big and M and they get get at him for you dancing digital underground, um, doing the Humpty dance, um, um, Joker, <laughs> like because he was playing a super hard guy who everybody was supposed to be afraid of. But you know, that's why that battle was one sided and you only seen one thing. But some yeah, of the best but, battles are the ones that you can come back from and seeing how you bounce back. Did just you let me just be specific uh, for, for that point in time. You know, uh, 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 96 and the, where everything was during that summer, that feud, was just a, a little different from, you know, 1992, whatever, 93, Real Compton City G's when that was happening. Uh, but also... Tupac was an approachable guy who was who also made party songs. I mean, California Love, the one where all the women, you know, how how, how do you want it? You know, so say, so showing a picture of Tupac dancing with the Humpty Squad five, six, eight years earlier, people would just be like, yeah, who said Tupac didn't like fun and dancing and hanging out? But showing Dr. Dre in a fucking sequence pantsuit. In 1992, when he was all about shooting, <laughs> so the characters, you know, uh, that they were playing were, you know, Tupac could absorb that kind of insult. That's probably why no one ever used it because they were like, yeah, well, it's not really that strong because who cares that he partied? But people cared that. I give you something. <laughs> I give you something even better and up to date. I give you something even better and up to date. Drake don't get killed for being old, uh, old buddy in the wheelchair, and people use that against him all the time. And Drake didn't even. Nobody cares that Drake don't even write his own fucking raps. Everything's changed in saying. the last twenty-five years. So <laughs> they didn't. I thought, oh shit, this might be the end. Of, nope, that just made him more popular. Nobody gave up. Uh, except, and, and except more people watched on on Hulu. Yeah, a bunch of fucking rap purists. And I understand those people's arguments, but it's like, hey, if you're 19, 16, 17, 18, 19 years old right now, and you're a Drake fan, you don't give a fuck that Quentin somebody from Philly or wherever the hell is Quentin's from is writing Drake songs. Quentin, like, damn, I wish I could be Quentin, go write some of that shit and make, you know, hits and, yeah. So. Yeah, that's all I was saying. I, that's all I was yeah. saying. I, I don't, I definitely don't too much mind her coming back, her, her too much coming back, because you see it in other things. And as long as you can bounce back from it, because I've seen Jay-Z bounce back from being bodied by Nas. Um, mm-hmm. Going to see if Tory Lanez can uh, come back from being bodied by um, Dream Dog. <laughs> Dream Dog, got that boy out of here. And, Bam, I did so much like two weeks ago. Well, two weeks ago, I grabbed, like, I uh, I only had the t- I only had one like little Uzi album, so I grabbed like four of like the four, you know, just like you know what, let me stop fronting on this dude. So I'm on Wikipedia and I'm reading a lot. And he had a few with uh, was it Famous Dex? It was somebody. No, it wasn't. It was somebody he was feuding with that wrote a song. Who was it? Uzi? Yeah, it's probably Rich the Kid. Rich the Kid. That's right. Mm-hmm. And 
and uh, and, and ooh, on the song and everything. And then like somebody asked him about it, like, "What do you think of Uzi put this song out?" Because he, because the Wikipedia was like, "Yeah, Richie Kid didn't think Uzi would respond." And then not only did he respond, but he fucking buried the shit out of him. And Richie Kid was like, "Fuck that nigga!" Like that was all he had. That was that was all he could say. Like so, um, I don't know how I got on. Uh, I had a point to bring up. With Uzi beyond the Richie Kid thing, but uh, yeah, it's just yeah. The context is. Uh, I wish Becky would have been like, I. It was chaos. That whole thing got out of control. I didn't understand. Charlotte was such an annoying mm-hmm. fucking asshole heel, and I hope that was the point. You know, they need to tighten that up because, boy, I thought like, like Charlotte went. You know, like they, they just need to tighten up their heel face stuff, like with Rusev and, and with Charlotte. I'm yeah. just. I just don't know what's going on. And I wish Becky would have been like, bitch, I can beat you with fucking two-foot clown, floppy clown shoes and a big red nose. And I can still make it taller. You know, so uh, that would have been a good line for Becky. But again, it was too much chaos, and then Triple H came out. And then Triple H is... Like I told Charlotte, this doesn't involve you. Shut the hell up. To the audience, like, wait a second, mm-hmm. Uncle Triple H. <laughs> you guys want to talk to us like that? So, but that was an odd crowd. That was a, he, uh, you know, baby face. They baby faced the shit out of Brian the whole night. So it was just, they were probably in their, in their bag that night. So I'm not too mad at those fans. But, yeah, anything else before we get out of here, Jarrell? Keep this somewhat short. That's a really. I would just want to talk uh, talk about that, man. That's all. I enjoy. I I didn't mind it. So. <laughs> the me and Rich uh, bounce back. Yeah. All so right. Can make no problem. For, uh, you know, not doing our normal forty six minute segment with you. Oh yeah, man. No problem, man. Y'all get over this choppy choppy. Um, Texas internet must be crazy, man. Y'all be choppy choppy from time to time, man. Don't 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 say that on the show right now. <laughs> Tell us later. <laughs> Hey man, I'm sorry, man. I'm just ta- I just want to talk trash about Texas. I still hate Texas. For the Georgia My man. Law, so. <laughs> All right, man. We talked to you. Take care. All right. All right, Darrell from Georgia, everybody, and that will wrap this episode up. Um, so yeah, thanks to, uh, to Cam for the uh, for the location and the technical support and uh, putting on a good show as he always does. Um, Thanks to all the callers, the emails, the tweeters, the folks on on live that, that stayed with us the whole show. So a few of y'all still left, and y'all still talking and running your mouth. So thank you for that. Um, yeah. Congratulations for getting to look at us. Yeah, in a, um, in, a, in a solid, professional, well-lit setting. It's not like darkened apartment. With and we'll the, probably, the we'll probably do, um, do a watch party um, next couple of days. So if you saw parts of this, you can go back and watch the whole thing. Um, and do like, depending on Travis's schedule, if we do a watch party, we can have these same conversations. So, you know, indeed. So, for Cameron, I'm Travis. Thanks for listening. We out.